Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 7th of April 2021. This is The Gap, episode 560. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. How's your week going, Job? Any exciting happening? No, it was Easter, yeah, right? So, uh, you know, we had some Easter. It was. Long weekend. Yeah. Ate too much chocolate. My little sister came down from Queensland. Somehow managed to dodge what seemed like almost imminent border closures to get down here and got back up okay and all that. Just a pretty good weekend. Mm. Um, I didn't know it was Easter until I think you mentioned it last week, like maybe at the end of the podcast. (laughs) How did you not know? How did you not know? It's not really a thing here. What? Because they they don't get... The like in Australia, you get the long weekend, right? It's like yeah. fucking eight days off or something stupid. Yeah. Um, but here it's not like that. Also, the fact that I don't go shopping centers anymore, so I don't know there's chocolate around. Right. Um, but the the shop the grocery store here wouldn't do that anyway because it's not. Oh, it's, it's they're not too like fancy. That. It's too fancy. It's too fancy. Yeah, they do, maybe they do like organic chocolate or something. Yeah, they do but- whole cocoa beans <laughs> that you can you know macerate into your own chocolate if you so desire. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fair trade. So I didn't. Farm. I didn't know that it was a thing until you said it was a holiday, and then I started getting phone calls from people back home. Yeah, yeah. Did you drop <laughs> so everything and go get some chocolate or what? Uh, my wife got some sort of egg from, um, it must've been with, uh, like a, I don't know, Uber Eats or something like that. So someone must've given her chocolate and she accepted it. I don't know. Um, cause I, I woke up that morning and it was on my desk. I was like, all right, I'll eat it. Fuck it. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. And, uh, is that why you decided to betray the covenants of the beard brothers is that what happened here or i did yeah what happened what's going on um i'm sitting here with fucking 16 kilos of fucking (laughs) hair on my face (laughs) thinking i'm i'm desperately attempting to catch up to you and here you are maybe i figured i'm just gonna start again and then uh, go past you yeah yeah you prestige (laughs) three weeks and now you're (laughs) yeah It'll it'll be like five percent faster. It's a beardy idol game. That's a good idea for an idol game. Oh my god, yeah. growing beard, idol beard, yeah, idol beard, genius. Um, yeah, cool, 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 cool. No, I I I can go outside now, so that's probably the reason why. Oh, Time right. to tidy up and shit, <laughs> look presentable. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't have that excuse. I've yeah. always been able to go outside, and I haven't been yeah. looking presentable for about eight months. I don't know. Right. Good times. Um, excellent. Cool. Okay. So, you know, good weeks. Uh, we're recording a little bit early this week because we have a bit of a timing conflict. Uh, daylight savings ended. It did. Recording later. My basketball starts in 15 minutes, Job, so chop, chop. Choppy, we got choppy. We got 10 minutes. Yep. Maybe 30. We'll wrap it up quick. Hey, speaking of 10 minutes, uh, I've been listening to Bite Sides Bits podcast. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, people should check it out. It's like the tech news of the day in five minutes. And it's it's an interesting concept for a 
podcast because it's you know obviously we prefer our podcasts to be extremely long but this one's like yeah five minutes long it's literally exactly how long it takes me to uh make coffee in the morning because you know i've got the mm. espresso machine or i do the filter coffee and so it's a bit of a process uh it's not like pouring hot water into our instant coffee mug or whatever trash you drink over there um we drink good stuff but yeah, no, it's pretty good. It's it's, it's timed very well because you're just able to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've we've been fans of Whiteside for fucking years, and yep. Uh, we used to go to their live shows back when the Gap was first kicking off. Um, yeah. So it's cool to see they're still going, just like we are. Um. Anyway, check that out. Uh, video games. Yeah, um, I played some things. Like you played I played a lot, lot of one trash game. Yeah, I uh, played a bit of Puzzle Quest. Um, <laughs> no, I played. Uh, jumped into Satisfactory um, at the end of of last week or the beginning of last, like after we finished recording. Um, still playing a bunch of that. We had. Um, some weird things going on in that game. <laughs> like, oh, this game is uh getting a bit broken over here. Everyone's got Full big heads heart. and yep. there's like giant fucking lizards walking around. Lizard and it took dogs. us a little while to realize they had done like an April Fool's joke yep. on um the the experimental branch. Hmm. I just thought like shit was wigging out was, because was... Drew's like, why is your head really big and why is it like a giant doggo thing walking around um and then and then we decided to make it a joke and, and then when you came in and joined we were like we don't know what you're talking about job yep. you're an idiot yep. why is everything and i'm taking something? screenshots and you guys are talking about some fucking oh it's just a matter of perspective so i'm recording fucking videos uh and then like i was uploading i was uploading the clip i took of the giant lizard doggo <laughs> And it occurred to me that you guys were fucking with me. And I'm like, ah, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. You got got. I got got. Um, mm. But yeah. But we've been making some progress. Um, we're doing like one of the space elevator um, uh, milestones at the moment because we've sort of maxed out everything on the uh, the hub terminal. So if you're not we've aware- We've got like transportation- the way progression works in Satisfactory is uh, you need to send a certain amount of resources, uh, constructed resources, uh, to mm. certain areas to either unlock the next tier of progression or to actually progress uh, to to unlock the next items that you'll use for, for progression. And the space elevator is basically this completely separate so you've got your tiers one through like no through four i think uh and mm. then six uh five and six require a space elevator unlock or is it yeah one through three and four five six require something like that but yeah you got to send these resources to the space elevator and it's uh it is it is basically a uh an idle game a very active idle game like you are the mm. you are the fucking little worker uh in a in a RTS or something that where yeah. there's never any combat. Like so you wind up There's combat, that's eh, eh, not really. <laughs> I mean 
And the time of combat yeah, is, is combat is when you're out of ammo and it's too far away from anywhere to actually construct more. Hmm. Then it's hairy. Otherwise, you just fucking. I've got a rifle. I've got a fucking. I've got dynamite for days. I just fucking blap everything. Um. But yeah, so you wind up uh, needing to provide this space elevator with more and more and more resources, constructed specifically constructed resources. And uh, as you get further into the game, the resource, those constructed resources, actually diverge from stuff that you actively use you wind up like i know you've made like fucking fifty thousand smart plates but nothing in the game uses smart plates (laughs) except for space elevator resources (laughs) so there is no reason to continue making smart plates but you just keep fucking doing it um we need them we don't need that many oh my god we need fucking motors and you refuse to make any fucking motors and then I i think we've done it you did you go back in? Because I was ninety five percent of the way through making the motor factory, and yeah, and then you left. I, you I think there left, was like motherfucker a machine here, and then like something you wasn't left. properly. And it I'm was like, thirty in the morning or some shit, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bail. And I'm like, I just need to connect. I just need to do this one thing. You fucking, you gave me the old reverse drew. I said I leave it on. No, you go. didn't. You said you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, no, you did say you'd leave it on, but it was actually... <laughs> uh, I I had to go get drunk, yeah. so... So we, we've started, like, expanding out a little bit as well. We, we've got, like, a brand-new coal area going because um, we needed coal for... Um, I think we are making computers or something, right? Yeah, we need steel, I think. Yeah, we need steel. And we need... Um, yeah, so we've got... That's Gerald's little, little, I don't know, thing, platform in the sky. He's made a, uh, I got him to, oh my God, it was like fucking pulling teeth. But I got him to fucking make a zip line up to the platform. Mm. And like, he just sat there the whole time and he's like, no, you're going to die. You'll die. It's too steep. You'll never make it. You'll die. And I'm like, just fucking do it. And I'll worry about if I die or not. And he makes it. Yeah. And I zip up and then I zip back down. I'm like, look, I didn't die. And he goes to zip down and he pancakes. And it was pure fucking (laughs) comedy. I've never seen. He's so bad at zip lining. I've never seen someone so bad at zip lining. It is perfection. Mm. Um, Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, like a second steel mill going, um, which is Drew just finished setting up a um, an, a truck that is transporting the um, the steel pipes and I think steel beams back to the main base, and now we're using that for uh, yeah computers or some shit. I can't remember, but um, there's stuff. There's like multiple things now starting to come into these to the bases. I think the next one we got to work on is the plastic because that's um out near so like the coastline and there's a lot of plastic being made right now because we're using the plastic to also power our uh coal coal generators and fuel generators um so it's just like there's just plastic everywhere it's fucking all over the place so 
we got to do something with the plastic. I think that's computers as well. Uh, it, but but it's kind of just sitting there at the moment. Like every time I go over there to check on something, I'm like just stocking up on plastic just to get it out of the the containers. And then I'll build like three more storage containers and like loop them in because they're just filling up. And if they fill up, we stop making the um, the resources that are required for the fuel generators yeah, and coal generators. It's like a the byproduct. Uh, yeah. technically a byproduct of, of the oil production or oil mm. refinery. Uh, and so, yeah, you wind up with all this. If, as, if that stops happening, if the byproduct can't go anywhere, it will stop doing the oil and then what it's doing. we're in trouble. And then we run out of power. <laughs> yes. Uh, I found so. another oil uh, deposit as well. Uh, and oh, yeah? It's, yeah, it's actually pretty close to the computer factory. So mm. that's pretty good. Uh, we could probably use that for plastic and switch over to rubber on the other one or something like that. And because rubber is an option, we can use the rubber for. I'm sure something. Things yeah. need rubber, definitely. Smart plates. Fuck off with your smart plates. A rubber smart plates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. It's still it's still a good game. I can't believe I I feel like we did sort of we hit that wall. I remember hitting uh, last time. You started mm. you were like researching train building technology, and it just like sort of all came flooding back to me how pointless building a train was. And uh, I think at uh, that stage, well, at any stage, I don't understand the fucking point of the train. It doesn't do enough to make it fucking worth it, in my opinion. Like. Hmm. The amount of construction and time and resources required to create a functional train uh, system, right, literally could be replicated. I just remember on the server that was hosted that I was hosting on my on my world, right, the train was usurped by three treadmills running next to one another, and that was it. And I'm like, well. Okay, good. That was a big fucking waste of time. Like, we needed the stuff over to the location where the train was heading. Mm. And so, like, so that we could build the stuff for the train. And so we just build these three treadmills. And then when we finished that, uh, the train, we're like, oh, the treadmills sort of just do the job. Like, what the fuck do we need the train for? We just... It just never feels worth it. But, like, yeah, I think the amount of resources and the amount of stuff that you eventually need in this game, uh, I think it will always hit a bit of a plateau, right? It's That's, that's how idle games work, right? You, you will always hit those plateaus. Mm-hmm. Um, the, or the wall, as it is described in most incrementals, yeah. you know? And... yeah. Because that's the that's the point of the game is to to get to these walls and then try to figure I out like how do I get over the wall? wall? Yeah, yeah. In most idle games, it's you keep playing or you reset. Yep. In this game, it's you need to build more. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You need to go find other. Like it's more. It's a lot more active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still enjoying my version of Satisfactory, where I occasionally build maybe I don't know three treadmills and a smart a smart splitter or something yeah 
and then but you still haven't found the alternate re- recipe for for um screws right that was the one thing we sent you off to do and it's been 46 hours how later many and you're fucking, still going. how many fucking computers <laughs> have i found how many fucking computers have i found like dozens it's got to be two dozen computers at this point it's not mm. it's it's not on me it's not on me that we haven't fucking gotten screws okay i cannot determine where we are you know what i doubt i doubt it's like this i doubt it is like this but maybe i should go back to i know vaguely know the location of a bunch of fucking computers over at the yeah level one side spawn area yeah yeah maybe i'll go and see if i can get those computers it's not too far away because we've got the we've got that oil refinery there now so uh, yeah, the, yeah. Like, the new coal area is the like coal where, area is halfway there, yeah. Yeah, our old oil area. Yeah. Um Yep. So anyway, um I believe that's still on track for next week to be pushed over to the uh early access branch. Um it's cool. it looks like they're just sort of bug fixing and, and uh um fixing crashes and all that sort of stuff still, but uh yeah still having fun with it all right let's move on to hell let loose you still playing this yeah man fuck yeah i'm still playing this we have had some fucking cracker games uh yeah it's it's sort of replaced uh it's it's my new shooter it's currently my the the shooter i play the most i guess it fills a void that I feel is left by the lack of battlefields. Um, I'm have not been tempted by anything that Modern Warfare uh, Warzone rather has has uh, hinted at lately. Like nothing it's been talking about has really got me interested. Uh, the the fact that the stim pack glitch may or may not be back is just. It's not quite a last straw, but it is certainly. I was very close to jumping back in and then I read that was back and I'm like, oh, I just can't fucking do this. So Hell Let Loose is filling that void because I love shooters and yeah, if I had to choose between Battle Royale or uh, Conquest, Battlefield style Conquest, fucking hell. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to invoke Sophie's choice, but shit, man, like I'm Meryl Streep over here. Um, what about Battle Royale Conquest? Genius. How does it work? Explain how it works. It's mini circles. Mini circles. Yep. Yes. So each each node has its own circle that gets gradually smaller and smaller. And the team with the player last alive wins yeah, caps the it. wins the cap. And then yep. it starts over, or you just got to keep winning that cap, or yep, it's all good. It's genius. <clears throat> we're, we're, it lasts for an hour. <laughs> the circles get smaller and smaller every five minutes. Yep. And then at about, I don't know, 20 minutes, that's when like it shrinks completely and it resets again. And then you've got to pick your landing spots and go back in and try and capture them. And I don't know. We'll, we'll workshop it. There's something here. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be something here. Um, so yeah, we've been playing, we've been playing a bunch. We've had some fucking, yeah, cracker games. Just, uh, yeah, we're we're one hundred percent. I was talking about it last week about how we are at a point now where our proficiency at the game is such that we can just ignore what the commander wants 
uh, and do like we'll just do what we think is best, and generally mm. it will be for the best. Um, we will like it. It will. It, it, it'll be reflected in the scoreline that whatever our squad happened to be doing uh, was the most efficient thing for our team. Or at least we did it most efficiently. Uh, right. So yeah, we were playing. Um, <laughs> me, me and Nate jumped into a game on uh, Utah Beach. We were playing as the Germans, and because uh, there was just two of us, we went recon squad. You actually jumped in. I don't know if you remember because I'm pretty sure you were fucking blitzed. But uh, on Saturday, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you jumped in. Uh, and like right at the tail end, you're trying to join our team, but uh, yeah, we were a recon squad which is limited to two people. And Nate was the spotter, so it's two roles spotter, sniper. And the spotter's mm-hmm. got like a machine gun, some mines, some binoculars, and uh, the ability to put up an OP, they're technically a squad lead. And the uh, sniper has a sniper rifle, and that's it. And uh, I that was disgusting. It was honestly revolting what we got what what we got up to. It was so Utah Beach uh is is another landing uh in World War Two, another um Western Front landing on World War Two. And uh yeah, the Allied forces land on this beach and then try to make their way up onto the beach. It's a it's an offensive mode, which means it's um it's pitched as a like attacking versus defending or it's like rush in battlefields um so they've got a the attacking side has to attack uh, cap one point and then cap each point until they they cap them all um the way they usually work the way a lot of the offensive uh maps work in uh hell let loose the first cap is usually a gimme for the offensive team uh, like the way the spawns work, it's usually impossible for the defensive team to actually get to the first cap in time to the defender. Like, barring some major fuck up from the uh, attacking team, uh, yeah, it's usually just not going to happen. But uh, in this case, uh, because they have to climb, they have to go over the beach, they have to climb the fucking, there's a, a hilltop uh, overlooking the beach because they have to do all these things uh it's quite different it's quite quite a bit more challenging to actually uh like take over the first location but what didn't help was that me and nate posted up uh about fucking 300 meters uh off to one side of the cap point and i got 67 kills Hmm. Uh, and it was disgusting. I thought I, I'd miscounted, but I, I went back. I've got a recording, and it's yeah, sixty-seven fucking kills. Um, with a sniper rifle, I died twice. What shocked me about it, right? So sniper rifle, the it's it's a bit weird actually. The um the Germans get a car nine with a eight by. Whereas the uh, the US get a Springfield with a two by, which just seems like an odd 
like imbalance. It's weird that they wouldn't have identical magnification levels. Uh, I want, I do wonder if because we did get we almost got counter sniped a couple of times. Like the only way they ever came close and the, like I I didn't get counter sniped. I didn't actually die to counter sniping. I died to a tank and I died when they had a team actually make their way up and uh, and take us out. Like a squad came and fuck, fucked us up. Uh, but I never got counter sniped. Uh, every time the, the other snipers would try to take me out, they would miss and that would be enough for me. Like Nate would hear it as well because you like the mm. the way sound works. Uh, it's it's broad enough that yeah, the snap of a close bullet alerts like when we're standing next to one another alerts both of us. Um, so he'd he'd start scanning. He'd start scanning the beach, find the person who was shooting. I'd I'd start like bopping up and down and baiting out the shot. He'd find them and then I'd kill them. Uh, and the problem was I had so much more eight times versus two by. Like if it was a four by versus eight by, I think I could understand that, right? Like I, I still don't think it'd be ideal, but at least I could understand the idea of of a fucking uh, four by versus eight by. But a two by versus an eight by, the the amount of variance that you're looking at there is massive. Like it's a huge difference. And so I'm able to fucking laser all the way in, hold my breath and then pull the trigger. It doesn't matter if they're shooting at me in the moment uh, because I've got so much more magnification. So I was able to fuck, I almost got counter sniped a couple of times, but not enough that it fucking mattered because um, I didn't die. The only times, yeah, the only times I died, they had to run up to me. That was the surprising part to me, was that mm. if I got shot once from where I was being, uh, where I was sniping from, if I saw the hit marker come up once, I would insist that we as a squad drop everything and go do something about that. And I don't, we wouldn't fucking move. We would wait for the sniper team to come back. We would set up an OP ourselves because they didn't they didn't have an OP up or anything. Like when we came back, they were just gone. I think they w went in to try to attack the flank. And I got more kills after so the, the first time I died uh was a tank uh was I was standing in a really dumb spot. I had I think four kills. Uh, second time I died, I had 20 kills. Most of my kills came on that third life. Uh, like most of them. Because I just went unmolested for the rest of, like how long is the fucking round? Uh, on, on offensive, I think it's 30 minutes. They've got 30 minutes to cap the first point. And so I spent 30 minutes sniping. I, uh, I think the first time, no. The second time, when, when we got wiped out, I was actually right on the brink of just, uh, like, redeploying. Because I, I didn't have any ammo, and we didn't have anyone near us to give us any ammo. So I'm like, I think I just got to redeploy. Like, I don't know how else to get fucking ammunition back, but I've used all of my fucking ammo. Like, that's how long we lasted for. 
Uh, and this the second time was very much the same. Like the game was nearly over and I was down to like my second last clip or some shit. Uh, mm. It was ludicrous. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't think that that, yeah, I don't think it's balanced, right? Like there's the, the Hell Let Loose is in early access. There's still some balancing to be done. They make a lot of decisions that are based on realism that I wholeheartedly disagree with because it's not a realistic game. It's not a game like like if, if you were... I mean, it's not fucking Battlefield, but it's also not like armor or some shit. Armor, right? like, yeah. Like on the spectrum, I would say it's closer to Battlefield than... Like, if if we had a fucking spectrum, right, and Battlefield's all mm. the way over here, and Armour's all the way over here, you've got, like, squad a little bit in from Armour, and then, like, postscriptum at basically the same place, and you've got, like, uh, what was it? Uh, what was that game? The sort of squad-based tactical... Play the shit out of it, whatever it's called. Anyway, then you got like fucking Red Orchestra and Hell Let Loose sitting sort of in the middle. And then, yeah, you go out towards, if anything, Red Orchestra might be the middle and Hell Let Loose might be closer to be Battlefield and then Battlefield's out the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they make these decisions that I just don't agree with at all. Like artillery needs to just fucking, it just needs to go. Uh, the rivers, idiotic, absolutely idiotic. I cannot believe too many, too many fucking maps have these giant fucking opportunities for you to just die inside of six seconds, uh, and there and it's it's treated like players, expert players who've played for seven thousand hours treat it like it's a skill check, being able to fucking jump your way across a fucking river, and they still fail half the time. Like fuck that shit. It's idiotic. Um, but yeah, the, and yeah, the, the sniping, the counter sniping, they've got to have this at least comparable fucking magnification because it's just too much. Um, mm. I, I genuinely felt bad. I felt like shame when I looked at my fucking score line at the end, I was like, oh my God, that's revolting. Like. I would have been, you know, if you look at the personal stats and it'll tell you your nemesis and your victim, I would have been the nemesis of most of that fucking team. Um, Yeah, stupid shit. I got like four four levels of sniper in one game. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even the, the, like, I wanted to play that, uh, you know, Recon is usually the only uh, squad that's able to deploy behind enemy lines, like deep into enemy territory. And that's what I wanted to do. Um, But unfortunately we only had Utah beach. So it was just a fucking snipe fest. Nate just sat there. I think, I think Nate got one kill and it was with a mine. I don't think he shot his weapon. Like, Mm. yeah. Amazing. Hilarious. But wildly imbalanced and changed. Well, I think they do a good job of, like limiting how many you can deploy it's not like battlefield where it's like fucking you can have a whole match where it's just snipers and it's just terrible yeah like (laughs) all you can see is is flashlights because their their solution to fixing snipers was we'll put a flashlight at the end of every um 
sniper right it's not it's not an actual flashlight but it's like the yeah the lens the lens glare yeah yeah um whereas this game is like well we'll limit it to to two per team and that's how you can sort of get around it like there's not snipers all over the place but there will be some somewhere that you got to try and deal with um so i think there's a good balance in there like allowing players if they want to play that role to jump in and do it but also not have it just be entirely snipers everywhere and just getting pinged off whenever you try and move so yeah um i quite prefer the method that how let loose has gone after with even like you, you when you're getting attacked by a sniper you don't really know where they are either it's not like a flashlight like on the end of the scope yeah um so you've actually got to go out and try and find them like listen to the shots and figure out where they're coming from and then try and go deal with it um if it is an issue so um and that'd be the commander's job right to say like hey this team you go try and take care of that sniper if they're in a good spot and try and get rid of them um because they're like picking you off or whatever but I don't know. I think it's it's a lot more interesting in in having it set up that way, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else to add? No. Uh, yeah. Just still having fun with Hell at Loose. Uh, still really enjoying it. Um, yeah. That's about it. Um, I we've been. I think we've got like a a four sack who are constantly in. That'd be me, Doctor E three Money. Uh, Heath and Nate. Uh, mm. We can, like, pretty much one of us jumps in the World War to the Greater War channel in Discord, and the other three will be there soon after, provided, you know, life doesn't get in the way. Uh, always happy that that means we've got two more slots uh, for other people to jump in and join us to make a full squad. We generally get away with, like, some pretty good rando squad mates i think they're just pleased to be in a squad with people who talk because it doesn't happen mm. a lot we've mastered the art of uh the the phonetic alphabet the the squads are named after the phonetic alphabet and uh but it's like a weird version of it and so uh it's it's like abel baker charlie and d is dog mm. and we've mastered the art of being the dog squad uh because we dog the boys um and it yep. is highly entertaining that is that is one of my favorite things about is is waiting so that we can get dog squad it's amazing anyway yep. uh that's about it good All times right. let's talk about some mobile games um puzzle quest 3 is out in i think it's like an early access right something like that um uh i'm just trying to look now yeah it's in early access so it's available on i'm playing it on android at the moment um for people that don't know puzzle quest is a match three gem game um it's built around like an rpg i think we talked we, we might have talked about the first one like a long time ago yeah maybe not maybe we weren't even podcasting back then um we st- i i'm yeah, we'll definitely talk about one of the puzzle quests at least. Yeah, we've we've talked about maybe two. I'm not sure about the, f- the first one. I'm just looking now. It says 2007. Fuck. No, I think we might have just just missed that one. Maybe. Or it could have come out on on a different platform and we talked about it. Anyway, um, 
It's uh, it's made by uh, an Australian developer. Um, so uh, they're still working on at least this game by the looks of it. And um, this one is a, a, a mobile game. The other ones were available on console and uh, I think it was like a big DS game back in the day as well. Yep. Um, uh, Puzzle Quest has evolved more into a, um, a free-to-play mobile game for sure. It's definitely gone in a different direction. Like these, these sort of uh, match three games have just engulfed the the mobile market completely and this is sort of no surprise that they've just sort of taken that concept and just shifted it across the mobile completely and mm. it's got all the um you know gems and coins and the free-to-play tropes that you normally see in that sort of stuff um i haven't run into any barriers yet of like the game not allowing me to play it anymore but in saying that i haven't played a like huge amount i'm only like an hour and a half maybe two hours into it um it's it i think it's doing some different things to the last game i like i don't recall these mechanics being in there but i could be wrong uh but i'll talk about it anyway um the the gems are in like this grid based formation and you move them around they're all different colors and you've got to try and match them for the same colors in order to get um, mana for your character player who has a bunch of abilities and skills and there's there's different colors like green red blue purple um, yellow and each gem color represents the spell that you're trying to do and so you have to connect the same uh, color gems in order to fill up your mana bar for that specific spell you're trying to cast so you could be trying to cast an ability that does damage to the other player um, or enemy and you need to match the red gems and so they're the ones you're going after um there's also some counterplay in there of being like having to avoid certain gems, otherwise it'll like buff up the other character that you're trying to f fight up against. Um, and the one thing that I've noticed that I think is the new mechanic is that it's 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 two different things. The most gem games are like uh, like a diagonal and up and like left and right, up and down are sort of the ways that you can switch and move to match them. This one is doing it basically diagonally as well, um, where you can switch them basically anywhere around the initial gem that you try to move. Um, on top of that, when you do make a, a match, you're then given a countdown, which is two seconds in the game that I'm playing. I don't know if it gets longer, but you're now able to do combos and move other gems around and try and like, get these giant lines of of mana into your your pool or even do like multiple attacks um in different areas of the actual grid so you don't have to necessarily focus on like oh, i've just moved this red gem and i'm going to move another gem to try and make four in a row you can then like go to a different spot and connect a completely different uh row or column and try and um get mana that way so it gives you yeah, it's about two seconds by default. I don't know if that gets longer the, the more you get into the game, but there's this combo system in there that I think is new. I don't remember it being in um, Puzzle Quest 2 or the other game that they made, Gems of War. I don't recall that being in there. Um, so it's that's taking me a little bit of time to get used to, like the matching a, a row or, or matching a couple of gems and then being like, all right, what is my next move? What am I doing while my countdown sort of like is there anything here that i can keep 
getting resources or can I do it another attack or anything like that. Um, so it's a bit more engaging, I think, doing it that way. Um, it sort of changes up that formula a little bit. Like it's definitely a matching game, but you're doing uh, a bit more work, um, which is, you know, something new and interesting, I think. Um, and it's got the RPG elements around it. You're, you're collecting gear. Um, so swords, helmets, boots, gloves, um, belts, that sort of stuff. They all have different armor properties. It looks like some of them have different spells attached to them. So I started off with a character who was a yellow-red um, spellcasting build. And then I got some sort of item that allowed me to do a heal as well. Um, so now I have three abilities on my character. So it looks like there's some sort of uh, system attached to that as well. Uh, but it's... I feel like I need to play it a bit more. It's kind of... It hasn't really been challenging up to this point. And I think... Um, these games in particular, that is a thing they do on purpose. And it's it's sort of like a um they're trying to get you to spend a lot of time in, in games like this. Like they're they want you invested in it. They want you to spend uh a certain amount of hours so that once you do that, you feel that you're invested and that you can't leave. Like you get to a point where oh like, oh, I just want to, you know, refresh my health pool or like, I don't know where that point is of the game where it's going to be like, hey, you can't play anymore. Yeah. Whether or not it is your character has run out of health and you need to um, heal them or something. Like, I just don't know where that spot is. But there is, there's absolutely got to be something like that in the game. Because um, the other game I play is uh, is Empire War. I can't even remember. Um, yeah. But that's got like a, a system where you spend um, like tokens to to play rounds and they refill every like 10 minutes or something like that. And I don't think this game has that unless it's going to kick in later on. Like I just, I'm not far enough into it where it's like throwing those mechanics in, at me to be like, Hey, you need to spend this amount of time doing this. Or um, you need to spend these resources and want to keep playing or something like that. And that's where the predatory sort of gameplay mechanics of these um, mobile games kick in. Uh, so I'm like interested to see when that does happen, how egregious it is, because uh, I, I feel like there are some games out there um, that do it well, like uh, Empire, Empires and Puzzles, I think does it pretty good. Like I can generally play that game a couple hours every day and like I still do play it a lot every day and uh, I never feel like I get to a point where like oh, I actually want to keep playing this game, but I can't like. I can I can literally play like 45 minutes to an hour for free. And then if I want to keep playing, I can use a pack that I've already got that I've never bought or anything like that. I just played it so much. I've got all this stuff. Um, I've spent like, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks on Empires and Puzzles. Like I've thrown them some money. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like that's a game that is trying to take advantage of me. I know there's definitely people out there too. And, and yeah. that's the people that make these companies money um but i've never felt like i've needed to spend money on it whereas i've played a lot of games that it feels like it's forcing you like if you want to keep playing this game you've got to throw us some cash and yeah. um it's generally a stupid amount of of money to, to do that so yeah just uh, looking at it on the on the store and it's mm -hmm. got uh in-app products from 
$0.99 to $99.99 per item. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there are, like, resources you get for, like, leveling up your, um, your gear. And so as I... As I'm playing, I'm unlocking uh, chests and you get keys to use on these chests and you can only have a certain amount of chests in inventory at a time. I think by default, it's like two. Um, and so I think it's that thing of like, hey, here's a shiny chest we've given you. This one's a wooden box, but this one, look at it, it's golden. It's got diamonds on it, but you don't have the key to open that chest yet. Like, what do you want to do? You need to do something with it. Do you want to open it now? Do you want to spend gems on it? Or do you want to get rid of it and oh, salvage wow. it? Because you can't keep it. And I think it's doing a bunch of that sort of shit. That um, but it hasn't gotten to that point for right. me yet. I can see the inner workings of what it's trying to do. It hasn't got me, um, but it's absolutely there. So I'll keep playing it and see how, how ridiculous it gets. But... Um, you know, it's got some cool mechanics in there. I just wish that this series was in a different direction because I think it was a really great game on on consoles at least, um, when it wasn't so knee deep in the yeah the mobile game mechanics, the exploitative microtransaction economy. Yep. Um. All right. So that's Puzzle Quest Three. It looks like it's out on uh, Android early access. I think that might be the only place you can get it right now. Um, but keep an eye out for it because, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. See what other people think before you jump in there. Just don't get caught out. It's not like the old school games. I've added um, it. We'll see. I'll, I'll see how yeah. I go over the week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always interested to try them just to see, like, yeah, how interesting they are. And I just, uh, yeah, I just doesn't look promising at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we got some other games here on mobile. What have you been playing? Uh, yeah, Call of Duty Mobile. Um, I grabbed this because my uh, nephew sent me this fucking sent me this text at like mm. I don't know seven or well, not a text like a Facebook message. Uh, at TikTok. Like, so yeah, at seven o'clock. Yeah, how old? How old is well? Um, it's not a text. It was a a bloody Facebook message or something. Oh, I don't know. A snap, a snapper chat or some some sort of you know message. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he sent me a Facebook message at seven o'clock in the morning. He's like, uh, "Hey, Uncle Joe," uh, uh, and I replied, "Oh, hey, uh, what's what's going on?" Because uh, you know. Why, why would he be messaging this early? Uh, why would any human message any other human before fucking nine o'clock in the morning? Mm. So I'm like mildly concerned. Maybe something's gone wrong. Um, and uh, he replies with, oh, nothing much. Just winning and sends me a fucking screenshot of Call of Duty Mobile with him having won uh, the Battle Royale game in it. Hmm. And I'm like, am I getting fucking, I'm getting flexed on before I've had my fucking breakfast? I'm like, fuck this little motherfucker. So I downloaded the game because I'm like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking wallop him. And, hmm. uh, and I can't play the battle royale. So I send him a sneaky question. I'm like, how come I can't play battle royale? And he's like, oh, you got to get to level seven. Uh, by the way, 
it has the most annoying uh tutorialization i've experienced in a long time it's just this person yapping like these pop-up screens and you got to tap in certain locations and it makes you like buy a cosmetic mm. and all this kind of stuff it gives you it to you for free but like it really like drags you. you through yeah it teaches you how to buy it. how to spend it, money it feels fucking <laughs> yeah. gross um yeah. it's a mobile anyway. game <laughs> you gotta get to level seven and so i'm like okay uh fair enough let's do it i get to level seven uh it, ta- it takes me a little bit of time i get to level six and uh he's like oh, are you playing it and i'm like yep he's like adam is a friend adam is a friend and uh yeah we jump into a game together for the last the last game you're definitely playing against bots there yeah. is zero question even in regular multiplayer, you're playing against bots because the difference in ability is staggering. Um, and these are like PUBG style bots where they like you shoot them and then they'll turn very slowly and then acquire the target. And then if they're shoot not the dead floor. by then, you might be <laughs> a bot as well. Um, yeah. So. We jump in. I get like I got like fifteen kills. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. This is gonna I'm gonna fucking let's see what fucking my little nephew got. Let's see how he fucking did. I better fucking walloped him. And uh no, he got thirty one kills or thirty kills or something. He walloped me. I'm like, oh, he knows me. where the bots spawn. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 been through this before. Anyway, I'm like, okay, we just won't worry about that. Anyway, um, so that gets to level seven. We can jump into some battle royale games, and we do. And like, it's 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 not at all like Warzone. I was expecting like a mobile version of Warzone, but it's not. It's like very arcadey. You've got so many abilities to like so many. Uh, I guess it's on mobile, so your mobility is very high. But um, no, you you do have. Like, some of the fucking special moves people have. Uh, my nephew's got one where he can turn invisible, and it would... I think the Predator would be easier to see than this fucking invisibility. It is ludicrous. Uh, you do lose your invincibility, uh, invisibility as soon as you um, fire, but still, it's very, very, very invisible. So, I, I'm not wild about that. I think he still, he still makes footsteps, noises, so if you're paying attention with sound, you should be able to fucking hear him coming yeah uh, but I'm, I'm i do wonder if you could get like perks like silent step or some shit and make that even harder my dude uh had a grapple hook and i just used that to grapple around usually i used it when i was getting shot at so i could grapple out of the wave and and right. the, the bots would take way too long to reacquire a target um but yeah we won two games back to back and my little nephew was uh, convinced we needed to go pro. That was it. Two games back to back. Nobody wins two games back to back. We're gonna go. We're gonna go pro. I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, we'll see, because I could tell that uh, there was maybe I don't know four other actual duo squads in this mm. game with us, and the rest of the people were bots, or the rest of the the enemies were bots. Uh, and yeah, it just didn't feel like something we should do. Even the 
the in the first game we played, I had this like one shot sniper rifle, and uh, my nephew was across. Like we we were basically on either side of the circle. We were that we were that fucking cocky that we just like posted up on either side of this fucking circle, and we're like, hey, if they come from that direction, you shoot them. If they come from this direction, I'll shoot them. Anyway, he's like, oh, oh, they're on me, they're on me. And so I zoom in with this sniper rifle and I'm looking over and then like these footsteps like walk up behind me. Uh, and I'm like, can't see whoever the fuck he's talking about, but I can't hear these fucking footsteps. So I turn to fucking blap them. The weird thing about the way the mobile works is it doesn't have like a ADS button and a fire button. Once you're ADS, you start fucking firing. Um, hmm. so you've got to aim and then ADS and fire when you've got a sniper rifle, you fire when you let go of the ADS, when you like right. stop scope scoping, uh, it's not like, what you if you don't want to shoot bang? Uh, I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. You change weapons. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I, um, can't even really do that because of the way it sort of scopes in. So uh, what happened was this dude walked <laughs> yeah. up behind me and I've like sort of swung around real slow because your uh, sensitivity is lower sc scoped in as well. And then I just fired into the fucking dirt because I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not turning. Let go. Fire into the dirt because I don't know how to not shoot. And then I switched weapons and then I fucking blapped him and we uh, blapped his mate and we won the game. Um, they were not. They were not over on my nephew at all they were not attacking him um but yeah so it's an interesting game but i don't know how you would play it loads like i didn't feel like i wanted to i like i wanted to play again because i was playing with my nephew and that was fun uh mm. and it was entertaining as shit hearing his uh his family just like I don't know how he does it, right? I don't know how I don't know how people with kids in general do it. Fucking hell. Like the fucking amount of noise, right? That he just sort of tunes out. This just doesn't exist. Like at one point, like we're in the middle of a fucking firefight. Uh we I think we were getting third partied. And all I could hear was his little sister running up asking him what he was doing over and like what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he was he'd be like, oh, I'm playing games with Uncle Job. And she's like, Uncle Job, hey, Uncle Job. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I can't <laughs> fucking hear anything. Fuck. <laughs> was pretty entertaining. Um, She couldn't hear me tell her to shut the fuck up. I mostly just thought it. I did sort of like, fuck, under my breath a little bit. Um, But yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, it, it just didn't feel like hyper compelling. I just think that bots make the game uninteresting to me. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I I can't escape the feeling of a win having less value if it's if yeah. I if I had to fight bots or if anyone had to fight bots. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. I bounced off it. I'll probably play it again if my nephew asks, but I probably won't play it again outside of that. Yep. Yeah. I th I think that like certain games can do it 
well, but uh, like we saw, I think Titan Four was maybe the first big one that was like we're putting bots in our multiplayer mode, yep. but. It, it wasn't there to trick the player yeah. into thinking you're killing other players. It was more of a way for you to get resources quicker. Mm. Um, and uh, whereas in PUBG or Call of Duty, it feels like a way to trick players. Like, yeah. oh, look how good you are at this. You should keep playing. Yeah. Um, and I, that's the part where I don't like it because you it's just hard to tell like when you come up against a a bot in PUBG or um I've not played Call of Duty Mobile but I assume so like you don't know that it's a bot right you you just assume it's a player yep. and it's not until you either kill them or you get to the end of the game you realize like how many bots you've killed whereas in a game like Titanfall I'm pretty sure they were like skinned differently right they they looked different they were they were more like um I don't know like uh like minions or um i'm trying to think of that other game uh battle the the gearbox one um that was a uh, a moba but a first person moba like you were still you're still killing things and they were bots but there was a reason to doing that yeah sort of yeah yeah like the when the moba shooter it definitely makes a lot of sense you know hmm. um yeah battleborn uh, battle that's it yeah um, yeah, it um, definitely makes sense in that context. Uh, yeah, like I think it, it goes back to what you were saying. You know, when it feels like they're trying to trick you into continuing to play because you're so good, it has mm. the direct opposite effect on me. But they must have stats that say that it has the desired effect on most people or on kids like my nephew. Right. Yeah. Well, that was always the excuse that, well, the reasoning, not an excuse that they came out with, like when PUBG introduced them, like oh, our players were not having fun because they felt like they're dying too quickly. And and that was the same sort of thing that we saw with, with um, EA's statement on Battlefield, right? But their solution was to make, um, they didn't put bots in the game. They made the time to kill longer. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there's always this trying to make people that are less skilled, um, more enjoyable rather than maybe fixing something to do with the matchmaking or um, like putting those people in the same tier of pools. But then you end up with the Call games of where it's too sweaty. SPMM and, and thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And then also like the game's got to be popular enough to be able to do that. Um, you know, you couldn't do that in a, in, a, in, a, in a Battlefield server today. Like there's just not enough players to to do it i think call of duty has more than enough players to to fix that problem um yeah but anyway it's an interesting problem that i don't think is getting solved very well at this stage yeah, yeah. yep all right anyway cool anything um, else nah that's about it all that's right let's it. move on to rounds what is rounds I've never heard of it. Rounds is a very interesting little game that I think came out this week. It's a 2D shooter. Um, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Duck Game without maybe without the charm, uh, right. where each player, uh, it's, it's like a two-player shooter where you are, you're taking on your opponent like is 1v1 uh, on these 
like sort of single screen levels uh that change mm-hmm. each game over and it's it's i think it's first to five first right. to five uh but there's 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 a twist so uh each round you, you win a round when you win when you kill your opponent twice uh and then it resets and when it resets whoever lost gets to draw a card and the card they draw will change the way that they play basically mm-hmm. uh so it, it it's almost like a roguelike in that the the cards you draw will uh increase your ability to succeed so you might get um all your all your bullets do poison damage and so now uh with poison damage like doing one like getting getting one shot on an enemy is often enough to actually kill them like they will take damage over time until they die mm-hmm. um and so that puts that puts like the 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 other player then if they get hit they then need to finish the fight before they die and and that's pretty interesting or you know it might be um what did i have uh i had all of my my rounds do explosive damage um which is sort of like yeah creates like an area of effect sort of thing and i found that like so that was like you know i lost the first round uh and got the explosive damage perk and it was good but it like what what it actually wound up doing was when i got the hit on the explosive damage would do extra and so i would take them down to like a two hit as opposed to a three hit um because they'd taken like a extra health perk at the start and so it was good but they were they were a two hit and when i did it area of effect damage it didn't really do enough so i lost and i lost the so i lost the first round and the second round the next one i took i chose to take bigger bullets and so now my bullets were these giant fucking things that were extremely difficult to dodge and gave me a lot of fucking leeway in the event that i uh fucked up and missed only just uh and suddenly they were, you know, like my opponent was in in a gr- great deal of trouble. They were finding it really difficult to dodge me, uh, and so I managed to fuck them up. And then what they did was, so they they lost the next round, uh, and what they took was homing bullets, which as as long as the bullet can see the player, they will just f- mm. chase them, uh, which is very difficult to to handle so i lost that round my turn to pick a, a new skill or a new perk rather i picked uh slow uh slow shield so you've got uh fire on the left mouse button and uh shield on your right mouse button and what happened was when i popped my shield any enemies in radius would get slowed by it and so now what I wanted now what I was doing was because the because of the way the bullets the homing bullets arced I found that if I closed the gap really quickly the homing bullets couldn't track me fast enough I'd be able to like scoot underneath them and so I beeline for them hit my frost shield uh to slow them and then I just popped them with my explosive giant bullets 
and they uh, had to pick again. They lost that round. They had to pick again. They picked Poison, um, which was a waste. They lost the next round, um, and they picked... I think that what they I think they picked health again or something, which was a waste. And I think the last one they picked was uh bullet speed, which actually did make things pretty challenging for me because it made the the homing bullets actually arc a lot lot tighter. Um, but it wasn't enough. And so I think what they would like Yeah, we're pretty new i'm sure there are some wild combinations of cards that turn you into like a hyper god um but yeah like uh, when you're new and you're trying to work out what each new thing does it's it's a bit hard and there are definitely some cards that feel like a complete waste you pick from a hand of five um but there are some that just don't seem interesting at all and you gravitate towards the ones that do more interesting things as opposed to um yeah like oh damage increase or reload time speed lowered or something like that you gravitate in, in directions of, of things that are interesting so i can't fault them for picking stuff that didn't really help their strategy you know i was playing for strategy and they were playing to learn cards and it makes sense to learn cards I just can't fucking not play for strategy, you know? Um, it's just in my nature. Um, played a bunch more games. It's a very interesting game. I could see it being a very fun party game, mm -hmm. uh, like a local area party game, like with everyone all in the same place. I could see that working, although my problem is... I don't know why you would play this if you already had Duck Game. All right, yeah. may, maybe if there was just two of you, it'd be more interesting, which hmm. is, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a type of party, but it's not much of a party. Uh, but as soon as there's more than two people, I don't know why you wouldn't just play Duck Game. Because uh, even rotating through this at the end of a you know, five round game. Um, I don't, I, I think it'd be too, it's, it's too, it's too much downtime. <laughs> that's it. That's what it is. You know, whereas duck game is just nonstop hyper action. It's a very interesting game um, that I think like takes on more uh, of a fighting game feel than, than, a shooter necessarily but sure. yeah i just don't necessarily see where it fits how it fits in the landscape mm -hmm. yeah um i think yeah i think it's worth checking out um if you are interested in 2d shooters you know if you're if you're obsessed with duck game and you want something that's similar but a little bit different, um, then yeah, it's I think it's fucking like how much is it? Fucking eight fifty. So it's not 
It's not going to break the bank or anything. You can sell some fucking Steam cards and probably get enough to fucking pick it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know. Yeah. It's cool. All it's right. interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I don't love the aesthetic. I'd prefer it if you were a duck, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Goose. Um, all right. Goose, that's rounds. It's out now on Steam. Uh, next up, we've got Totally Accurate Battlegrounds. This is a game we talked about a few years back when it went, um, uh, when it was released, right? It was a, a, wasn't it a joke game? It was. It was like a parody of Battlegrounds. I think it was supposed yeah. to be like an advertisement for their Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Mm. Um, it was like an April Fool's joke, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah uh and yeah i think totally accurate battle simulator exited uh early access like last week okay. um but right. i never really wow, enjoyed okay. that game all that much so i didn't check it out um but i did see that this went free to play so i had this uh this idea that hey maybe um i'll be able to you know, get some games of it. Why don't I check it out? Mm. Uh, no. Going free-to-play does not appear to have helped totally accurate Battlegrounds all that much. You can get a pretty quick game of solos on US West, mm -hmm. um, but you can't get a game of uh, anything, anything at all on the AU server. Just... yeah doesn't happen uh which is it looks like there's eight thousand people playing right now that's more than um, expected uh yeah that's i mean it looks like it's sort of the same thing that you're experiencing of like this has just come out because this graph is like dead a week ago yeah <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's jumped up the yep. last couple of days to um to the point where it's still going up every every day so it seems to be getting word of mouth from somewhere um it's not it's not like a huge lot like the the yeah. day after it came out it looks like it was at about 5800 and today it peaked at 8200 um so i don't know i guess it's the type of thing where you have to wait and see give it another week or so and find out like if it's still taken off or if it if it sort of just nose nose dives again um but yeah, what else is going on in there? Uh, it's a very different game to what we played all, all that time ago when it first released as a April Fool's gag. Um, because, you know, now it's got all these, I, I think they sort of lent into the goofiness of it uh, and, yeah, went hard on on the, the silly aspects of it. Now you get all these, like, uh blessings you find these blessings that are sort of like halos on the ground they do all kinds of random shit they like i know all, all your um you've got like vampirism you've got 15 percent vampirism so any damage you do you recover or you can double jump or you move faster you can like charge forward all this kind of stuff uh when you die you do this sort of like sort of dodging 
game you sort of get flung forward and you got to dodge these poles and uh provided you dodge the poles and make it through the closing walls um you get to respawn but there's like three tiers of it if you if you succeed at the first tier but not the second you'll respawn with a curse and the curse might be something like your view distance is greatly reduced or uh you've got like double the recoil on every weapon or something like that uh if you get through the second level you'll respawn with like just nothing you'll just respawn uh mm. and if you get through the third level you respawn with a blessing um which as you know as i already described uh which is pretty nice although they didn't seem like they were top tier blessings or anything um so yeah there's there's that there's a load of like crazy weapons um like just crazy modifications you can get like a fire rate muzzle attachment that sort of turns your any any weapon into like just this fucking minigun uh that just hammers out bullets faster than than anything uh or uh yeah you get the ability to like dramatically reduce recoil and all this kind of stuff um and yeah it's just a it's a weird game i mean it's always been a pretty weird game it's it, it does like it takes a a lot of pride in how uh generally goofy the uh physics are mm. and so you wind up in this situation where like you'll fire and like if you fire an entire clip your dude's like arms will wobble all over the place and like a number of times i've wound up with like my gun underneath my elbow like trapped on uh, upside down and when i like ads i'm like ads upside down and uh <laughs> yeah. all this kind of stuff and like yeah it's just it's goofy it's unapologetically goofy um i find it like strangely captivating because yeah it's annoying as shit uh when goofy things happen that, that get you killed but it's also uh like kind of fun knowing that everyone else is sort of dealing with the same level of goofiness um and yeah like <laughs> i've got i've got a lot of wins uh i played it like i don't know 10 times uh only right. once on au servers i won that game uh with six fucking kills there were 10 people in the server uh the server won't like it won't begin a game without 10 people. Uh, mm. I have the, I don't know. I had the feeling that two people may have spun up two extra copies of the game or some shit just to kill. <laughs> just them. left it there. <laughs> they um, will. So right off the bat, two people killed themselves, like just okay. ended themselves. Uh, and so it was down to eight immediately. Uh, and I was one of them. So there were seven other people. I killed six people. Uh, one person out of the six that I killed got a kill, and that was it. Uh, um, which is, uh, you know, probably not great uh, for for those people. I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but um, anyway, uh, that was pretty interesting. Uh, 
just in in terms of the sheer ludicrousness but mostly i've just been playing on us west and yeah uh i found that if if i get a shotgun uh i can make up for lag pretty well because of the spread of the damage um i can't use sniper rifles at all they're absolutely pointless and the amount of lead i need to put on automatic weapons is quite exaggerated but other other mm -hmm. outside of that i can yeah generally blap away with a shotgun and get some wins so i would say uh 10 games one on aussie nine on us i think i've won four other games maybe five uh and all of them have involved me using a shotgun at the end uh right yeah uh I did have, I, I didn't know that they did this, but I did, I loaded into a game and there were, they only had pistols. And that was pretty interesting. That's a pretty interesting, like, mm. random thing to have happen. Like, you're running around and all you've got are fucking pistols and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. But the cool thing in the game is that you, if you pick up, uh, you can, like, slot two pistols into one main weapon hand and you can just run around with two pistols. Uh -huh. And so you wind up in a situation where you're hunting down weapon mods to make your two pistols better and better and better. Um, I wound up with like two Desert Eagles in one hand, two uh, Glock 18s in the other, the, those full auto fucking black vests, and a, um, and a taser in my secondary hand or my regular pistol slot for the goofs and uh i think i got like third i came up against a guy who just had everything he was super kitted uh he absolutely fucking belted me he had like fire rate on his desert eagles so his desert eagles were like spitting as fast as my fucking glocks uh mm. and doing but doing like six times the fucking damage um so yeah i got fucking melted i assume he won but that was pretty entertaining that was interesting they just yeah it's a dumb game but it's free to play and if you can find a game like it doesn't yeah it doesn't work all that great on the u.s servers but uh you can find a part of victory all the same and yeah, I had some fun. Right. With it. Do they do like squads or anything, or is it? Yeah, they got just... squads. They got duos. They got solos. Uh, but I don't see the point in attempting to play a squads game on my own. I don't want to fucking team up with some randos, uh, especially when solos are popping, and I don't give a fuck about the results. It's it literally. I don't know. I put a video up in the Discord, and you can see it doesn't mm. tell you anything at the end. It's not like you won his. You know. You unlock this. Here's how many wins you've got. Blah blah blah. It's like, uh, Vico Tori, uh, and then it, it tells you how many kills you got, and that's it. And it's it's like the you're back on the main screen, and it's done in like <laughs> yeah. four seconds. You win, and it's like now queue up again, dipshit. Um, yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't see anything about the other people. You don't talk to them. Nothing like that. Right. Um, but yeah. Seeing us in US West, we could definitely play some fucking duos together. That'd be entertaining. Okay, let's keep on going. We've got Monster Train next up. You play more Monster Train? 
I have been playing so much more Monster Jam. Uh, yeah, so uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, the last Divinity DLC came out, and mm-hmm. um, you were talking about this this special boss, the secret boss, and all these combining units and all this shit that I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about. I'd just been playing with the new fucking race. And turns out that you gotta um you gotta start covenant. You gotta do any covenant at all. I'm like, well I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna do covenant one with the new race, because I don't know how the fuck they work. So I'm just gonna do basic level with the new race. Hmm. Well if you do that you can't unlock the final boss. So you gotta do at least covenant one. Um so yeah. <clears throat> I do not think the new race is very good. Hmm. Let me say that straight up. Um I just don't think that they have a lot of pieces. Or maybe I just don't understand the pieces that they have yet. They've done something. They rebalanced the way that the game works, right? Uh they did all all these rebalance changes and They've relegated a lot of units that you used to see all the time uh, to, like, rare status. And so you're very, very... Like, you used to see stuff like Overgorger, right, with Umbra. That's the guy who fucking feeds up on on little guys and gets to be Mm -hmm. way too big. You used to see him all the fucking time. And you'd play Umbra, and basically the strategy would be uh, if you don't have Overgorger by the, you were guaranteed to win. You were guaranteed to win if you had Overgorger by the time you took on the first boss, first real boss. Uh, that was it. Like you, if you had him before that, there was absolutely no way you could lose. Um, like it, it didn't. Nothing else that happened in that run mattered. Uh, now you rarely see him. Like you used to, right. you used to almost be able to count it, right? Like you would, if you, if that was your strategy, you would take any opportunity to like grab, add a new unit to your, uh, your deck, right? So if, if it meant, I don't know, every, every enemy had spikes four or multi-strike or plus 10 armor or some shit, it didn't fucking matter. You would take it, right? So you take any opportunity of that shit. Uh, if there was a path going left or right, and one of those paths had a fucking Umbra unit flag, you would go to the fucking Umbra unit flag, regardless of what else was there. It could be fucking coins, spell damage, and like fucking double, double something or whatever. It didn't fucking matter. You'd go there, right? And the other, the other one might have like fucking artifacts in the artifact shop, and you'd be like, "Fuck, I could get so many fucking artifacts over there." Nah. Didn't matter. You'd go get your fucking Umbra banner. That was it. Um, because that's that was your win condition, right? Some random fucking artifact, that's not your win condition. Your win condition is finding Overgorger before the first fucking boss. That was it. Um, now he's extremely rare. You just don't see him, right? If you did that, you would see him before the first boss. He can guarantee success. And I think I, t- I spoke about it, right? Like, it got to the point where I knew what I needed to do to beat Covenant rank 25. It just felt tedious. The concept of completing it or doing it just didn't appeal. Hmm. Um, because it was 
it was that right it was just hunting for overgorge at each like new new tier covenant uh and it didn't change anything all that was different was i was trying to find overgorge again right and now i had some fucking purge cards in my hand or some shit it didn't really matter um so they've they've rejigged the rarity on a lot of those cards and that has changed the landscape uh changed changed how you seek out your win conditions a lot more uh but it hasn't really changed the i guess the problem that i had with monster train i think uh the the new boss is fantastic and taking it on is fun and i've i've been it twice now uh once in a very close match i went all the way down to the wire and once in a um hilarious fucking floor wiping um and yeah it it hasn't changed the main complaint that i had about monster train which is that at the end of the day you can probably tell if you're going to win by the second boss you know if if you have a win condition in your hands by the second boss and so it's almost like the rest of it is rote they have added a couple of new bosses that change things up a little bit there's like uh i had like a i had what i thought was a win condition uh character or a hand or deck uh, I had that in hand with Umbra slash the new guys, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a beastie tank because I wasn't playing a deck that needed a beastie tank, right? I was just doing, my plan was to just do so much fucking hurt on anything that entered that it wouldn't matter. And there's a new boss that is has like eight levels of stealth. And if you come up against that boss and you don't have a tank, you will die. Uh, like, flat out, it doesn't matter what you've done, you are, you're dead. Uh, the, only, the only reason you wouldn't be immediately dead is if you happen to have my hilarious floor wipe deck. Um, because in that case, literally nothing can stop you. Literally mm. nothing can stop you. That deck could have won on covenant rank 25 with fucking turns to spare um let me see if i can pull up i just can't quite remember the exact so so yeah last week you were talking about um how you can combine cards and i've spent basically the entire week trying to work out how the fuck that works and how to combine cards into some idiotic idiotic ways um and I went down a rabbit hole, right? Of because uh, I went down a waxen rabbit hole. So the first time I beat the divine boss, uh, the divinity, um, it was waxen uh, green dudes, whatever the fuck they're called, awoken maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Because the the trick is right. The reason I'm I'm attracted to waxen as a concept in this one is because with uh, with like bringing them back um like you can reform dead units and so you have an opportunity to play a lot of stuff over and over and over again uh and that means that you like 
cards that buff uh like or units that buff a lot have an opportunity to really fucking get some shit going like to get some fucking units fucking hammering um so you can like with the awoken i had the dude who had sweep uh and quick and he'd make everyone else quick and so all i needed with the with the waxen all i really needed to do was get some units on board that were like that benefited hugely from being quick uh and then it didn't matter if they died because i could reform them the next time and so i would have literally just stuff on the bottom floor and then i would reform my stuff on the on the next floor uh like all the same stuff i would just reform that shit straight back up again and i had like um there's like a draft unit which is like double strike and all I, all I was doing was uh, he he has like uh, burnout one, um, and so I would make him burn out early, as fast as humanly possible. I'd just dump him on a fucking thing, do some damage. Burn he'd burn out, and then I'd just keep reforming him. But because he was quick with uh, with my dude on the bottom who was who was quick, I didn't need anything else. Right, I buffed him so that he had uh, extra, like extra multi strike and extra damage, and then that with quick and sweep and everything died really fucking fast. But the you know the downside was that he would die the moment he was attacked, and so against bosses, um, when they you know they last long enough, um, as soon as he died we just go to the next level. And I didn't, it wasn't like a high scoring run because I had to get to tier three to finish any of these fucking fights, but it didn't matter because the inevitability was I was doing so much fucking damage that yeah, everything would die. Um, and that was, so that, that worked out pretty well. Um, the, the run that fucking walloped was, uh, Hellhorned with the imps. Hmm. Uh, and Waxen, and Waxen. I don't. I don't even think Waxen was necessary. I. I. I was still on the Waxen train because I'd found. Uh, you could get like you can. Like dissolve. There's a there's a Waxen card that does like fifty damage when it dies. Right. And you can combine that with a guy who gives all your characters stealth when it dies. Mm. And you can reform that dude forever. Uh, if you put Endless on that guy, he just pops up next turn. And you put him down in front of everyone. And all your characters get stealth when he immediately dies. He will die because he's got like fucking one health. And you'll have 11 health next time and 21 the next. But it doesn't fucking matter because he's going to mm. fucking die. And then he does 50 damage immediately and everyone is stealth. So they can't take any damage and you feel like a fucking mad genius. But the trick, the real trick that was, that felt cool. Uh, that I was like, I, I'm on some shit here. Um, like I'm doing, I'm just doing mad damage to everyone who comes in every single fucking time. But no, what made this fucking work was, um, the, the imp card transcend imp. Uh, when played, repeats all summon effects. 
Uh, and you've got like, um, there's another imp, uh, things the molting imp or uh, the queen's imp. Uh, the molting imp does five damage to all characters. But uh, if you dismantle him at, at this new uh, thing they've got going, if you dismantle him, he does 15 damage to all characters mm. when summoned. I don't know why it's ramped up. I have no idea. Uh, but it's better. The Queen's Imp, if you dismantle the Queen's Imp, uh, instead of doing 10 damage to the front character, it does 40 damage to the front character. And the trick is, you dump fucking one of those two on a Transcend Imp, so he will he will, that counts as a summon. That counts as a summoned ability, and so you summon him, and he will do. I had a Queen's Imp on my uh, on my big one, so he was doing forty damage, and then the next time I summoned him, he was doing forty damage twice, and by the time, like I got to anyone, we were doing fucking like. 500 fucking damage when I summoned a single fucking imp and I hadn't even like that was that was just summoning a card like Ooh. all of my imps was zero fucking mana at this point uh like it didn't like yeah there was nothing there was literally no way I could lose so I came up against the stealth chick um and she died <laughs> like before she'd even fucking entered the building Stealth didn't matter. She's just taking damage, right? Anyone on that floor just takes fucking damage. So you don't have to worry about, oh, what if I can't take the... No, they're dead. They're all dead. Everyone's fucking dead. Um, the, the other... Yeah, the Hellhorn champion I had uh, helped because she would, like, throw the imps and everyone would take 30 damage per imp thrown. So if... By some miracle, some enemy was on the floor and didn't die to like 400 damage from a summon. I would just fill up the floor with more imps and she would then throw those imps for another like 30 damage per. So it'd be like fucking 150 extra damage. And she still got to attack. And whoever else I had on the fucking floor got to attack. And it was just fucking out of control. It was ridiculous. Uh, the the final one, I, I wound up having fucking... Uh, so against the Divinity, because there I, I, I found an artifact that summons a random imp for you, and there's an imp that does plus four mana. Uh, I had an artifact that made all of my units cost two less. Mm. Uh, and so I had... There's that there's that dude, there's that big chungus demon fiend, um, that is usually like four mana that takes up fucking loads of space. Um that's only like two hundred health, two hundred damage. No, or no, like not that? that's that's the that's the six mana one. This is like the four mana version of the same guy. Um right. But I, I like I did I put like fucking multi strike and quick on him. Uh and then I would just play these rage imps, and then my chick would throw them. Uh, like the champion, the Chartel Queen would throw all imps, uh, so they would be cleared. Uh, and then I'd play the fucking repeat all summons. And so 
I wound up having she was repeating all summons to make it so we had 99 mana. Uh repeating uh the enough fucking rage. Enough rage so that we had like 150 fucking rage built up, which is uh like two extra damage per hit. Enough fucking armor so that we were doing we had like 300 plus fucking armor on my front guy so he can never take like nobody there's no monster in the game that does more than fucking i think like 40 damage i think five times nine is 45 45 um yeah there's no monster that does more than 45 fucking damage so there's nothing stopping there um yeah like literally literally could not lose would have to abandon the run to fail that run like you could not fucking fuck it up hilarious um but yeah it does sort of bring me back to the fact that yeah i knew i was gonna win that one uh as soon as i worked out just how goofy that combo was because i was still playing towards uh a generally good play style which was the you know my my wombo combo stealth uh exploited dude because that would have worked right it would have generally worked uh because the shardtail queen would still be doing a lot of unblockable damage to anyone on the level so the stealth chick still should have died to that uh and you know the the extinguish would have made it so that you know everyone would have fucking uh been stealthed and doing exploding damage and so i i I think i would have gotten away with a regular run but as soon as this queen this uh this transcendent thing started working it was like oh right let's see how dumb this let's see how dumb this gets and Mm. it got very dumb uh extremely dumb but it was yeah very entertaining um it's just yeah i'm Keen to keep playing to see if I can find any more combos like that. Uh, I want to do an Umbra one. I was actually playing uh, Umbra, the new guys. I I made a mistake. I think the the new race has potential as a secondary, but I think Mm. they don't have much going for them as a primary clan Um, because... Yeah, I just don't think the champions have what what you really need from a champion to make them work. You just can't get them. If 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 my primary analysis of Monster Train is that like the path to victory is to get a few units to be utterly goofy, hmm. there's there, that potential just doesn't exist with the new um, the new clan. Yeah, I feel like because it's got a cap on it, right? There's only a certain amount of uh is it i'm thinking of echoes yeah. um so they call echoes that you can mm-hmm. put out mm. at once there is a um overflow to it but they disappear after each round and so yep. you're sort of limited to like five echoes and then that buffs everybody in your team and then that's kind of your that's it right yeah. like you've got to then rely on the overflow cards plus spending echoes to do spells and if you're not getting those then it just becomes like that stuff is being wasted and yeah. it just relies on so many different checklists to 
to have going at once for it to be viable. Like you've got to have all your cards out. You've got to put, make sure there's cards on each level so that each level has enough echoes. And there's just so many things you've got to be doing at once to try and uh, at least get it all out. Yeah, to maximize efficiency. And when you then fold in the increased amount of RNG that I think the expansion has introduced, there are too many opportunities where you just don't have the pieces you need like even if you did have a path to fight a, a a path to victory with them, um, you would still be relying on layer upon layer mm. upon layer of RNG that might just never fucking come together. The amount of times that, yeah, like you said, like the amount of times that one of my runs has come unstuck because at uh, Covenant Four. You've got all these extra cards that you just don't need and can't necessarily get rid of. And they just it just falls over. You just can't find a way to make it actually function. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyway. I haven't jumped in a play anymore. I've been in other things, but um yeah, definitely keen to, to check it out. How's the second champion? Have you unlocked it yet? Uh yeah, it's it's worse. If anything, right. it's fucking worse. Uh, so the first one, hang on, I, I gotta look it up. It's so forgettable that I played it once. And I'm like, well, I'm never doing that again. Um, monster, fucking, where is it? Um, uh, having a look. I'm looking. I'm looking. Soul Chief. No, that's the new one. Echo, right? Echo, yes. Yeah, that's him. Um, Yeah, it just... Like, I don't know. I I don't understand what they want him to bring to the table. Like, I don't understand what he's supposed to do for uh, your run, right? Like, he... Man. This looks like a tank character. Like it's summoning a bunch of tank um cards. Like it's got the shell system in there. It looks like it's giving armor to friendly units. Um it, it doesn't look like a damage dealing champion. Um no. Well he's he's like he's just there to slow shit down, right? Like mm. which yeah, I just don't like I, that's not how monster train works. Right? Like it's it's not you're not supposed to be trying to slow shit down. You're supposed to be trying to fucking ramp shit up as much as fucking possible. Right. Um yeah, he just or like or he runs into um shell, right? He 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 does a lot of work with the shell units but shell units take mm-hmm. too long to actually come online shell is like uh after like they actually bleed away that uh your echoes they bleed them and they use that to to take shells and hey like it's you, I, don't, I don't understand how you, you could possibly want that to happen right like mm. 
you're losing echoes, which is the main reason the the new race even fucking exists. Um, like you, you're spending the only resource that you've got on hand, and yeah, it just doesn't work in my opinion. So yeah, he's even worse um, than than the the other one, the spine chief. The spine chief's good. Uh, for right. for a lot of reap, as long as you can get reap across the board, uh, or or you can like keep everything on the bottom floor, um, you can f- at least have a chance at a win. But yeah, outside of that, yeah, the the other guy, shit. Yeah, fair enough. All right, um, that's monster train DLC's out now. Check it out. Very good game. Yep. Um, let's move on to the last game we've got here, Outriders, uh, which is, I guess, one of the the bigger games to be released this year. Um, we've had stuff like uh, like Hitman come out, uh, Yakuza, but it's been a pretty slow start so far. Um, we talked about the demo a few weeks back um, when that was released. It's basically a third-person looter shooter. Um, the premise around the game is that Earth has basically uh, become a bit of a dump after climate change issues around the world. And the um, I guess all the governments around the world have tried to um, put resources together to, to go out and search for new planets. Um a la uh, Interstellar, because I just watched that recently. Um, and so they send this uh, this group of people out called Outriders to try and find a new planet for people to live on, and they come across this place called uh, Enoch, and um, it seems like a promising place, but then they discover this like anomaly storm that's going on, and um, they decide to try and warn um this collective of governments that you know there's something wrong here it's not quite right and they end up being attacked and um like killed and purged to try and be silenced from from that happening and your character ends up being wounded and um during this anomaly storm and wakes up like 30 years later in from a cryostasis with these weird strange abilities that that has sort of um taken form after this long form exposure from the anomaly uh and then you sort of learn about like what sort of happened between then and now and shit has gone really bad and that sort of stuff so um that's sort of the backdrop of this game it's created by people can fly who have uh made a bunch of great games in the past painkiller being one of them uh like this old school harken back to uh, like Quake, um, like really fast-paced shooter games. They ended up going on to work on the uh, Gears of War series with Epic and then also worked on Bulletstorm, which was a fun little um, over-the-top shooter. It wasn't, it, it, you know, it was doing some interesting things with like combo systems and yeah. grapples and things like that. Uh, it, it was neat. And so... Um, yeah, this is their latest game uh, from the independent team. I said, I think I said well, they're out Poland, right? Um, so off the bat, they've basically uh, 
they had a bunch of server issues uh, the first like two or three days with this one. This is the the game that was released on um, Game Pass as well. Um, sort of like one of the big first AAA releases that have come out of Game Pass, which was a bit of a surprise. And um, so yeah, the first three days had they had some server issues. I think that basically came down to the unexpected success the game sort of got it was a top five game on steam um that first like two days it was ridiculous the numbers they were pulling um to give you an idea like the this game's published by square square's last big game was marvel's avengers that game did thirty thousand, like it peaked at thirty thousand players this game got up to one hundred and twenty-five thousand players during the first like two or three days um borderlands 3 was doing about ninety thousand players on on steam when when it launched and so i think um i don't know where this sort of came from if it was a like it's just sort of pc players have really grown to it or it's just like people are clamoring for a shooter um or if people just really like that demo but I did not expect this game to sort of take off like that, um, that quickly or that big. And so, um, yeah, they, they had a, a bit of issues. They were sort of shutting down um, servers to try and work on some of that stuff. Uh, it didn't really affect, I didn't have any real problems at all. I think the first day I couldn't get in for like an hour or so, but then I was able to get in. Um, and everything else seemed to be okay the next like two or three days. The second day, they basically did like a rolling restart of all their servers um, and then switched them on region by region. And that seems to have, uh, whatever they fixed or, or, or rolled out more servers, whatever, they've seemed to have fixed that because it hasn't uh, hasn't dropped out since, since then. Um, they've disabled like uh, cross-play on different platforms you can cross play using um like pc a different different pc game so if you're playing a game on 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 uh steam and epic you can still play that way but if i if you want to play with someone else on a console um then they've disabled that for the moment because they were having issues where the the games were dropping out and so they've sort of they've apparently patched that they're waiting for it to go through certification on um on those platforms so that should be up and running again soon um but yeah it was a it was a rough like first three days for that game but it's sort of i don't know ex- i guess it was expected just f- purely from how big this thing has taken off um so yeah that's the sort of first thing i want to note because it's uh i don't know i i I feel like uh, they've copped a, a bit of flack for it, but also they did like a, an amazing job on um, on social media, on Reddit, like listing what was going on, when they were fixing it, when things were going to be going down, when they'll expect to be coming back. Like the social media team um, on that, uh, those sites like Discord, Reddit, Twitter were just on point. Um, like when you compare it to other games that I've seen that have rocky starts, just they were really nailing communication uh, and letting people know what was going on, how to fix things. Like there was um, there was a giant Reddit thread 
it's still up there at the moment of like, if you were running into certain issues, like here's a list of the problems that we know about. Here's how we, you know, if there's any working problems and all that sort of stuff. Um, so they were, they were very much on point with their social media uh, structure, which is which is great. Um, aside for the, from that, I haven't had any major issues or, or gameplay issues with the game. Nothing's really broken for me. Um, there was like a weird stuttering problem uh, the first couple of hours, but they patched that pretty quickly. Um, so that seems to be fixed now. The game runs a lot better than what it was running for me during the uh, the beta period. Um, I was not getting a great frame rate, but they've since implemented like DLSS into the game. Um, and so I'm getting between like 144 and 90 frames most of the time. Uh, and everything's running for me on like ultra. Um, so on PC, at least it's it's running pretty great. It looks like it's it runs pretty smooth on consoles from what I've I've heard like a solid 60 from the the benchmarks that I've seen from um who did it I'm not sure it was digital foundry or someone else um but that's good and um I think it's a a flawed game but at the same time it does so many things in in there that are really interesting and and just fun um the combat in particular is it is really interesting exciting and um uh it's just like a, it's just a blast like it's just it it rewards the player so much for uh pushing forward and being aggressive like there is cover in the game and you can use that but for the most part it is there for you to sort of it's not really a cover based shooter it is more or less a the cover is there in case you need a break you need to get your health back or you need to um uh, there are certain like perks you can get that will give you like extra damage if you're behind cover but the cover for the most part is a place for the enemies to sort of sit behind and your your basic combat is to try and push forward and take control of more and more area as you're going forward um because they do this really interesting thing where your abilities are tied to how much health you are able to gain back so if you're doing more damage you're getting health back quicker uh so i'm playing as the pyromancer who sets shit on fire um and uh some of my abilities that i'm rocking at the moment are the volcano rounds so um basically turns my ammo into fire bullets and uh the other one i've got is this uh like a fuse bomb it sets someone like as a ticking time bomb if they lose all of their health they then like levitate in the air and explode and it can cause um like area damage around them and that sort of thing and so as you're using these abilities you're getting health back by by using them and and, and doing certain things with the environment and so it forces you as a player to not just like sit behind cover and try and pick people off because it's a hard game like they <laughs> like the um the the difficulty the way they handle difficulty i think is really well done there's some stuff that they need to fix in terms of their enemies um stuff like the sniper i think the sniper enemies are probably the one thing they need to focus on they're too aim body i think would be the word like they they just they follow you around um 
they're kind of hard to deal with if you don't have the right tools. If you're not using a sniper rifle and you're pinned between an area um, <clears throat> where you can't gain ground on them, like you've really got to think about it. Like how do I get to them and take them out? And if there's too many enemies on the screen, that's where that kind of becomes a problem. So I think the one area that they need to fix is the snipers and how um, you don't run into them a lot. <clears throat> Most is usually like two on the screen, but it's when they're like right up the back and you're, it's such a struggle to get through. Like Nate and I were playing a mission last night and we must've been in a fight for about 25 minutes trying to deal with this like one arena <clears throat> and the snipers were just causing us so many issues. Um, but the, the way the combat, like, um, so it forces you to really be engaged with what's going on. And then they do a really interesting thing with the difficulty of the world tier system, which we've seen in games like the division, um, Diablo is another a game that uses it, but here, here it's, um, it's always like pushing you to try and make the game harder, um, by having this second layer of experience and as you build it up you then get better loot and better gear um, and you start getting better drops and the the drops that are higher tiered have different types of mods uh, for each weapons and the mods change the way your character behaves and the things they can do and so you end up um, experimenting a lot with all these things that they're dropping and because you're getting more powerful and more powerful the game is getting it's it's like this weird like tug of war where it's it gets harder but then it gets progressively easier and then it slows throws you into the next difficulty and then the enemies are harder again but they're doing they're throwing different types of enemies at you they start behaving differently um like we were playing last night or a couple nights back in um they were doing different types of attack patterns on us and um, they were like, like you'd kill them, the bigger elites, they'd respawn and they'd be not as strong, but like, um, like a lower tiered type of enemy. And so they're doing, um, I think they, the, the actual difficulty scaling is, is really great. Um, and you can sort of flick between the two. So if you get to a point where you feel like the game is too easy or sorry, it's too hard, you can scale it back to you know, world tier, I'm playing on world tier eight at the moment. Um, you can scale it back and try and get past that hurdle and then just bump it up again. Um, and you, you can, you get to a point in the game with the difficulty where, uh, you're basically, it's like an experience bar, but you're every time you die on some of the higher difficulties, it like knocks you back a little bit of experience. So you've actually, it's not the type of thing where, you're just gaining experience for for um for the for the heck of it. You're not just like getting it and eventually you can turn up to next difficulty. You've actually got to play it well and survive and not die and be better at the game. Um and so I think that's an interesting way of like not just getting like just not just killing a bunch of things and being like, well I can bump it up now because I've done that. It's like no you need to be be able to to like prove to us that you can outlast this stuff and make sure you've got the right gear and the right mods and all that sort of thing um so i think there's like 15 or 16 i don't know there's a bunch of of different um uh world tiers and they give you better loot they make the enemies harder and they allow you to wear higher level gear as well so 
Um, once you start bumping that up, that's really, um, yeah, I've just found that whole system really fascinating. Being able to, like, it, it makes the game really tough and challenging. And when you approach certain arenas, because that is what predominantly the game is, is these these arena-based corridors, um, that's when you need to stop and think about, like, how do I approach this? Like, who am I dealing with first? Where am I getting to behind cover to try and get to the next person and push forward? Um, and it forces you to, um, like, think about what's going on in the game. Uh, so, yeah, I've enjoyed that part of it. Um, the You're being really quiet. The abilities... <laughs> I'm just letting, um, look, I, I don't want to rain on your parade yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, look, also, I, I guess talk about the weapons as well. Um, the one thing I really think is super fascinating about the game is the way it handles its weapons and, and the mods on the weapons. So it's like, it's all graded tier loot. It's like uh, commons, rares, uh, blues, greens, purples, legendaries, are, are like orange. And, um, each, uh, as you get into like purples and 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 uh, blues and and oranges and that sort of thing, they've got these mods on there, and the mods are these different types of abilities or perks that you get. Um, and there's there's tons of them. There's I think like I don't know. I've not unlocked them all, and there's got to be at least two hundred and fifty, maybe three hundred of them. Um, and so you dismantle weapons in the game, and every time you dismantle them you get some resources where that's like leather or iron. Um, you also get shards, which allows you to level up your, your weapons and gear. And then you also get like unlocks for the mods. So every time you dismantle something, you get that mod and you can use it on a different gun. Um, and I think that's really cool because that allows you to like, how many times have you play a game or a looter shooter and you find something that's really cool but you don't want to get rid of it because the next weapon you've got is doing more damage, but you really like this specific ability or perk it's doing. And it's like, you never find that thing again. Like you play for 25 hours and that thing is gone. Um, their solution in Outriders is to give you that perk and then you can slap it onto a, a free slot on one of those guns um, and then sort of like take it with you. And so for, for instance, I had a um, had this gun that I found and it had a, an ability attached to it, which was a, a tier one mod. Uh, they're, they're separated into three tiers and the tier one mod was like, it slows enemies down for eight seconds and that refreshes every, I think it was uh, four seconds or so, or eight seconds, I can't remember. Um, and so I switched that mod out for a freezing mod, which had a four second cooldowns so that would freeze people every four seconds. And that was a tier two mod. And it was also running like, another tier two mod. And so you can go in there and uh, get rid of some of the mods that it's got on the gun, swap them out for something you want to try and use or something that you're not using because there are instances where it'll give you a perk that just doesn't benefit you as a as the character you're playing. Um, and so you can ditch that and swap it in for something that you, you want to have fun with. Uh, you can't do it for, for all the weapon, weapon mods. You can only do it for one. Um, but that's, you know, that's the aspect of the loot game. Um, so I think what it does with the giving players control over what they can do with these guns, it's like an interesting transmorg, um, that we've seen in like Diablo or, um, 
Warcraft has that sort of system, but rather than re-rolling stats, you're re-rolling like the abilities it gives you and sort of being like, I want a perk, uh, like a perk like this because that sounds really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, been having a lot of fun with, with the weapons and, and the mods. Um, I got a legendary that I'm using at the moment that every time I kill somebody, it creates a bubble and I shoot the bubble and it does like three or 4,000 damage in an AOE around them. And then also like the second mod that I've got is like, it just sets like lightning, people on lightning every time I shoot for like one second, fucking lightning bolts just shoot out everywhere. Um, and then I've got my shotgun that whenever I kill somebody with it, the killing blow um, does an explosion depending on how many people are, how many enemies are around it for like, I think it's like 5,000 multiplied by how many enemies. And so I just fucking whip that out sometimes and I'll just shoot one thing and everything dies on the screen. Um, and like, it's just, I think the weapon system is really interesting and cool. Um, the way they allow you to just tinker with it and and, and uh, mess around with it. Um, the UI, I, I think is pretty decent. <laughs> um, there's like quick marking tools where you can... Uh, you can either right click on stuff you want to get rid of or sell um, and then go over to a vendor and just quickly press a button. Everything deletes. Uh, they've got little colored icons on the screen um, where you can just click them and that'll quickly mark those specific rarities. Uh, that was something that I saw in Diablo when I played um, a couple of weeks back. But Diablo was more or less like you needed to go to the vendor and then click on the button and mark it and then get rid of it where this is just in the ui interface it's built in um and having played like uh, destiny recently as well like that sort of stuff is super handy because it takes you know you don't have to go through each individual weapon and be like i want to mark all this stuff and mark all my gloves and all my helmets and all that sort of thing you just click a button and easily um so the ui stuff in that is pretty cool and um what else is there uh the abilities, like I'm playing as a pyromancer at the moment, which is the one that we were playing in the demo. Uh, progression carries across on that. And so I picked up where we left off last time. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Like the, uh, I think it's the, in terms of the look of the abilities. And I said this last time, when you're playing these types of games, like, uh, action shooter games like destiny or uh, the division yeah. and things like that i think this does the best job of like making you feel like a fucking badass when the abilities go off the fr i uh there's a gun i had that was freezing people i think it's the best freezing effect i've seen in a video game like full stop it looks so f so slick the way that you freeze somebody and they slowly turn to ice and then you can just shoot them and they explode and it just looks so good um and there's, there's just like a array of them. There's setting people on fire and the way they like internally combust and uh, just all of the stuff that I've played with in the ability trees just looks so cool. Um, like Nate, Nate's playing as a tank that just teleports everywhere and creates this giant explosion when he lands. Um, and that stuff looks really awesome. And I, I'm sort of just interested in going in and trying some of these other abilities and, and looking at how they work um there's one that i use which is ash it's it's it sort of freezes people it turns them like to dust 
Um, it's the the pyromancer sort of like freezing ability. It's just um, I think in terms of the way they make those abilities look, they just it's some of the best that I've seen in a action shooter like this. Compare it to like I just Destiny. I don't like what they do in that game. Like throwing fucking glowy orbs just looks so silly um, to me. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, what else was there? I'm going to jump in. Co-op? Sure. Because that is the only thing I like about this game. The mm. the skills. The skills and the look of them and the feel of them is the only thing I like about this game. I don't like the shooting. <clears throat> I find the shooting to be unbelievably dull, although to be fair, uh, I don't have anywhere near the quality of loot that you have. Um, I just find any time I have to shoot a gun, it feels like shit. Uh, the, the the feedback on the weapons is so bad. And I don't understand why, because it's not like people can fly have, haven't got a legacy in shooters. The main mm. shooters, a lot of fucking shooters. So why do They're the guns shooters. feel as bad as they do in this? I don't understand. Like, it's crazy to me. The amount of times that you'll fucking line someone up and it will, like... It's a cover-based shooter, and it seems like the only people, like the only people who benefit from fucking cover, are the fucking enemies. Because anytime yeah. I line someone up, right, and all I can see is like just the touch of their head, I will shoot, and it will hit the fucking top of the fucking cover or some shit, as opposed to blapping their fucking brains out, which drives mm. me bananas. I cannot stress enough how aggravating it is to line someone up, especially I'm playing on Xbox the amount of time it takes me to line someone up and then pull the trigger. And you know how it is. Like I've seen people talking about how they, you know, I've heard people talk about how they like the AI in this, but I don't think it's fucking good. It is like, like you were saying about the snipers, but everything in this game is fucking supernaturally aware of shit. They will always take cover the moment you aim at them and you're fucking, your only job then is to wait for them to fucking pop their head up. Well, no, and you're supposed they, to push. Like I said, it's the game. Like, yeah, it's not you're a supposed to push. There's cover there. That, but that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. The only reason I push is because the skills provide me with the opportunity and the means mm. and the uh, the incentive to do it, right? If you sit back and use your fucking guns, right, in this shooter game, then all you do is have a fucking dull fucking time waiting for the shitty AI to fucking... To exploit it by aiming far enough away for them to actually, because that's what happens, right? They have they've fallen into the classic cover-based shooter trap, where as soon as you aim far enough away, the AI somehow knows, and they'll pop their head up, and then you just snap back and fucking pop them in the brain, right? Every I've it is a Gears of War fucking classic. I've hated it forever in Gears of War, and I hate it in this. It's just it's just a shitty way to fucking play. Um. Anyway, uh, running through this, uh, trying to You're use the trickster, guns, right? And yeah, I'm playing as trickster. Um, I have stopped using anything other than the shotgun. I only use the shotgun, and I only use hmm. the shotgun uh, when my skills are on cooldown and I barely even like need to do that because I'm at level eight or something. And I have got it to a point I've been, I've, I've literally just been specking into lowering skill cooldowns. Uh, and I 
have my shotgun uh sorry the other weapon i take uh i've got an assault rifle that i don't use at all and all it does is like the only reason i have it is because it lowers the uh skill cooldown on my movement ability and that is it mm. so literally all i do in the game is f- like focus on like pursuing my ability to increase my uh my play with the skills i don't do mm. anything to do with the weapons or anything i find the loot unbelievably tedious i understand that i'm 20 levels behind you guys that's that's listening to you talk about it is like listening to you talk about a completely fucking different game to what I've played. Because I refused to pay $90 for this game. Uh, I didn't like what I played at the demo, and I, I've got absolutely no reason to think that I would enjoy it um, now that I, you know, I wasn't going to be able to play it at the same time as you because of family commitments. So, like, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to play alongside you guys. My only hope was that perhaps, you know... They advertised, they did advertise that it would have full crossplay co-op from day one, but they failed to fucking deliver that shit. So I sit there on the fucking Xbox playing on my own, a game that I don't fucking like, uh, just trying to get levels up so that I can actually get to uh, some points through this tedious as fuck, boring fucking story uh, where when we are able to play together at some unknown fucking point, Perhaps you guys won't be bored of it by then, and then we can fucking crossplay together. When I do mm. that, I'll have to fucking, I'll have to do a Discord workaround because Xbox's Discord integration is still trash tier. Uh, so, you know, I'll have to have fucking earbuds in and my headphones on. Or actually, to be frank, uh, I haven't been plugging the sound in on the game because I don't see what it adds to it i don't need sound the way i'm playing you're talking about playing at higher world tiers and how you find that fascinating how you find all the gear fascinating and all that kind of shit i'm playing a world tier one because i did some tests and you get about five percent more xp per world tier uh which is not a meaningful amount uh the game doesn't rely on xp it doesn't like there's xp but it's more you're getting better loot but what what the fuck am I doing with better loot? Right? Getting what the fuck am I doing with better, better loot at level five? What what, what the fuck am I doing with better loot at level five when I won't be able to use that shit at level fucking twenty? Right? You, but you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you said you're talking about the upgrades and stuff and upgrading all these items and stuff, but it doesn't fucking matter, right? Because all I'll do is bump the fuck like when we can finally fucking play together, I'll bump it up to world tier or whatever, and. Hmm. I'll I'll play at and get better loot that way. Like, why would it, like what? I'm not going to drag these fucking weapons. Uh, like I'm like I said, I'm literally using these weapons to lower my skill cooldowns because the only way I enjoy playing is by using the skills as fast as humanly possible. And if I've charted out a path through my skill tiers, uh, through the the whatever the fuck it is skill system or class system, whatever. I've charted out a path where I can get my skills down. I can get my fucking, that big swipe I do. If I get deep enough into this tree, I'll be able to do it twice 
immediately. So I can do it one way and turn around and do it the other way and just fucking yeah. murder but everything. Why would I fucking pursue there's that? There's stuff in like to- you when you get gear and weapons. There's stuff that gives you like perks that'll allow you to do that. Like I've got I've got abilities and perks that allow me to use my spells multiple times, not just my weapons, but like the all the other stuff in the um inventory, your your helmets and shoes and all that sort of shit. So it's not just the skill tree that's giving you those But unlocks, I'm still getting mods. that stuff. That's because you're thing. playing on the easiest mode the game has. You you should be bumping it up to why? normal. But why? What point? Because that's how you get better gear. It literally but says I on can the still get better gear by t- buying it at vendors. No, the like, vendor st- stuff is crap. <laughs> no, the vendor stuff is how I've got what I've got at the moment. Because you're I playing can... on the easiest difficulty. You need to bump it up to like normal or hard or something. But you're not listening to me. Why would I bump it up to a harder difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. If all it will do is make it harder for me to get f- levels. Like what what point? It doesn't make it harder for you to get levels. You're talking about how you, you're trying to work out how you're going to get to a fucking... Like, you, you played a fucking one level for half an hour, right? Yeah. And I... When I play, no, the, I, I run the, into the, the level and I run to your through as far level. as I can, right? And I, I run through the entire level all the way to the end of the kill chamber so that I've spawned all the enemies. And then I turn around and I swipe them so that they're dead. And then I move on to the next terrible fucking cutscene. Like... That's how I'm playing it. I'm fucking powering through this shit. And when I do that, I get half a level worth of fucking XP and easy peasy. Like, instead of taking half an hour to get through a level, I got through it in fucking 30 seconds and I got all the X, like, what? Like, fucking 20% less XP than what you would have done. And, okay, cool. Fair enough. On to the next one. Moving on. Yeah, but then I got cool guns out of it all. Boots. <laughs> you got a, like a bunch of commons. But what do I need cool guns for if I'm never using guns? Because I'm telling you, it's not just guns. It's giving what you stuff What do I need cool boots for well, if the skills I'm using murder everything in one shot? Right, but you're 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 playing the game wrong then. Like it's, you're playing it. You're not even playing it properly, and you're complaining about the way the game plays because you're not playing it properly. It's like Why? going to a soccer game and, and like being like, I don't want to use my feet. I'm just going to headbutt it every no, single time. but it's time. not like that at all. It is. We're playing for different reasons. You're playing to have fun and get loot. And <laughs> I'm, I'm playing, playing because I, I started <laughs> fucking 20 levels behind you cunts and I have to catch up somehow. Right, and when I try to join you guys, I can't do it. So my only way of playing is watching YouTube's right on one screen. Why can't you do it? What? Why, why can't there, I do what? Play with you guys? Because the yeah. fucking crossplay is broken. Oh no, that's yeah, right. I thought you meant it a different way. Because right. I've been playing with Nate, and he was like ten levels above me. No, the crossplay is broken, so I can't fucking play with you guys. So I play this PC terrible fucking game. So I'm not paying 90 bucks for this fucking game. That's insane. Especially not when it's free on Game Pass. So I get to wait, play it solo, and what what are my options? Play... Oh, not to mention everyone talks about how this game is specifically balanced for multiplayer. 
uh, and the boss fights are awful in solo uh, at at the at your most at your highest world tier. Uh, they are way too hard because they're balanced for co-op. Uh, I've played so, most of this game solo. I don't so think why would I hard. do that? Uh, I've played all of this game solo, and I don't think it's too hard either because I'm yeah, playing play on baby mode. But why would I play it any higher when I am progressing at a reasonable rate in a manner that will allow me to theoretically catch up to you and then play with you at an appropriate level? Why would I do it any other way? Then you'll have shit guns and you won't do any damage. And it'll just scale up and make it harder. I will do loads of damage because my skills, I can do my fucking skills as fast as humanly possible. All I do is skill shit. (laughs) I skill murder everything. That's that's the thing, right? Like... Will we though? Like the, my my main concern, right? My my t- big fears for this game are a the only reason it is as popular as it is is because it is offering fucking water to a person who's walked through the desert, right? There are no other fucking games out, and people are fucking begging for anything else, and so they will latch on to the first thing that shows up, which might be some of the shittiest sci-fi I've ever experienced uh, attached to a game with bad shooting from a team that should be better and some admittedly excellent skills. Uh, Because, hey, at least it's fun in co-op, right? And that appears to be most of the fun that uh, you and Nate are having is in co-op. When you guys talk about how you're having fun, when you guys talk about how you've had fun with the game, you're talking about how you're playing in co-op, and you're having fun playing together, and uh, I know Nate and you are both hyper aware of the concept that some games are just fun because they're in co-op, and I don't believe that it is just fun because it is in co-op. I do think that you have gear. It has done a looter shooter in a way that has made gear somewhat interesting. However, there is absolutely no way that that would be fun for me because I'm playing on my fucking own, 20 levels behind you guys and the only thing that i can do is attempt to catch up in time for them to eventually deploy the thing they said would be there on day one so i'm i'm like i'm i'm at a loss as to what else i would do because yeah there is no reason for me to bump the fucking world tiers up to the max level there's no reason for me to do it all it will do is make the game more tedious and I'm not interested in in playing a game that's more tedious. You know? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, You need to go play, like, uh, uh, Spellbreak. There you go. That's your game. Why? Why? Why is that? Because you can just cast as many fucking spells as you want in a battle royale. (laughs) That's what you reckon. You reckon... See, this is it, right? Like, I, I I'm just, like, oh, I'm engaging with the gear system to increase the one part of the game that I enjoy. And you're like, well, you should go play another game. Well, because I just don't think you like these types of games, maybe. What, looter shooters? Game. Yeah. Except for Destiny. You love Destiny for some reason. I don't know why. And, and Anthem, uh, right? And I love to Anthem. Oh, right? Anthem. Right. Uh, <laughs> at this point, how many looter shooters are there? There's, I think, four good ones. Right, what is like, it? There's like Borderlands and, like, and Division. Like air quotes, two of them. Oh, and I liked Borderlands, didn't I? Didn't I? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So but you like, hated division because once again you got left behind. Like, how is that on me? The <laughs> the game's inability to create a functional catch up system. I feel like that one is on. There's catch up the game. There's um, catch up. Not if you can't actually play with one another. Yeah. Well, when we do get in there, there's up. some there's some good. Um, because I've played most of this game by myself, sure. um, the the entire story. Uh, I jumped in, I think the first or second night, might have been the second day, um, with Nate, and he was much further than me. He, he was like three or four more areas in front. Um, so he was like, I don't know, eight levels above me or something like that. And then when I went back into my game, um, you can... And we've talked about this a bunch of like playing co-op games and like your progress not being saved or like jumping into somebody else's world and going back into yours and being like, well, none of the stuff that I did mattered. Um, it carries all of your stuff across with you. So all the weapons you got, all that sort of jazz. Um, and it does like story points uh, at the, the main menu. So you can click on uh, either continue story point or like go back to an area so once i was finished with nate's game it put me back into where nate and i were and i was like oh okay how do i go back and so i went back to the main menu clicked the story point part and went back to the area that i was at and it's like it gives you a list of um the missions that you've completed and then it's like question marks on all the ones that you haven't done and so you can click on the mission that you're up to and then jump back into it and it will overwrite your save to go back to that area i think it's a a a more elegant way of handling the co-op progression that especially games the one that comes to mind for me is like far cry um is the main one where it's like you're doing all this stuff and you want to go in and play your own game and you don't have anything like it's all you've been basically helping them complete their game um whereas in this i feel like i got a bunch of cool loot um because the 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 way the tier system was working i i wasn't really sure at the start like how that works so i switched it off once it got to a certain point and then i jumped into nate's game and nate was like world tier eight or something and i was like what the fuck is going on here like dudes were like behaving differently and um like guys were like anyway um and so then i went back into my game once i i, I got a uh some idea of how it worked and i started bumping my world tear up and um playing through it and like he came into my game last night i was just uh he just joined it without asking he just kind of jumped in i was like oh there's nate and so we jumped into discord and played for like an hour or so um and just got like our asses handed to us by some of these fights like they get they just get really tough and it's been a while since i've had um like a shooter like that where i felt like it's really challenging um so I don't know. I think I think that the last one might have been like the division where it did its world tier system, and you could really bump up the difficulty uh, while you still feel like you're getting something out of it. Um, whereas here, it's just the, the the loot you're getting, the um, and the mods that you're getting out of it uh, are really cool. Because I'm pretty close to the level cap. I think it's thirty, and yeah. I'm I might even be on thirty, or I could be twenty eight or something like that. Um, so the next step is just like bumping that world tier up and getting 
the legendary and then start like unlocking the mods for that because I've only got four or five legendaries so far the entire game that have dropped um and uh but the the actual perks that come with that stuff are really seem really cool so I'm have you got to work my way through it like have I finished what happens it? to the story I'm still going he's talking about like some expedition shit or whatever like yeah I think there's end game content I don't know what it is. I thought they were talking about how it's not going to be a game as a service. It's got it's a self-contained whole yeah. thing or whatever. And, right. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to be like, hey, in next week we're releasing a new raid or like, right. like it's not going to be a thing where they update. They might have expansions or something like that. Um, or maybe they jump in and add world tiers. But I, I don't think it's the type of game where they're going to be like every month there's a new thing they're putting injecting into the game uh, i mean they might just from the success it's had because uh, it seems like it's doing pretty well and I, I guess we see how much that sort of sticks but um i don't think it's going down the destiny route or or uh like the division where it's just constant updates all the time seems a bit more like people can fly seem a bit more old school in there like especially you look at the games they've made um, and this feels like one of those games where it's a a, a mix between um, a looter shooter live service game, but it's it's not really over the edge yet. Um, you're not managing weird currencies and anything like that. It's just it's pretty straightforward. So um, anyway, I'm I'm having fun with it. Like it's definitely got problems. Um, like there's stuff they need to address with fixing ui bugs and and that sort of thing um but i'm just i'm just enjoying i'm just having fun with the, the combat um so yeah that's where i'm at with it so far i'll definitely keep still playing it as i uh once you figure out how to to get to our levels well apparently i'm not allowed to do it my way uh, apparently I gotta slog through the hardest fucking level. Oh, I feel of the like you'll walk in and be like, look at my spells, and then get one shot or two shot, generally that's how it works, and then be like, ah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna have goal. I'm gonna have no survivability <laughs> at all. Like zero yeah. survivability, because I'm I'm gonna be walking around in the pants that I got fucking six levels ago, because it still mm. gives me reduced two point five seconds on my fucking temporal bubble or whatever the fuck it is. But I figure with the world tier that you guys are at, I'll get loot pretty quick and it'll be fine. Yeah. I'd just like to be able to fucking play with my friends as promised before the launch, but I can't. So cool. You could, but you got the wrong version. I'm not paying that's, $90 that's on for a game I don't want to play. It sounds like Job needs some donation money. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Towards his games bank. Um, you got to sell yeah. some more Steam cards. Yeah, well, that's it, right? I wasted them all on, on uh, yeah. what was it? Rams. Um, I haven't looked at, like, I haven't watched anybody streaming this game or weird builds people are doing. I feel like I've stacked into the wrong um, tier. I don't know if that's what you call them, but there's, like, each character has, like, three different tiers you can stack into. Yeah. I feel like I've stacked into the one where I just sort of just went, ah, this is the, the fucking top one. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go for the middle one. Because um, that is, to me, it sounds like a s spell build. Like it's doing right. more 
because I got to the end of it just before we started recording and I was like, oh, I'm not really, not really playing it this way. Maybe I should go to this one. So I'm going right. to go respec and go into the spell build. Because um, like I've got this, I'm using a lot of spells. I've got this volcano rounds, which is it basically sets your ammo on fire and then you shoot and it like magnetizes uh, their bullets uh, onto enemies and it sets them on fire. Uh, and it does a full clip of whatever you're using. And so I've got like an, a, an assault rifle that's got 85 rounds or something like that. And um, once that clip is out, then it goes back to normal bullets. Um, but I've got a, a mod on my gun where if I kill somebody and there's less than 35% of my ammo in the clip, then it automatically refills that entire clip. And so I just use this thing all the time because it's never got to cool down once everything's dead um then it cools down and i go to the next area but yeah so i'm i'm kind of got to look into like weird builds people are doing and and that sort of thing um anyway uh yeah as i said i'm enjoying it it's a f very flawed game but i think they're onto something um for their first first sort of stab at this 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 game why is it a shooter what do you want it to be a a, like a a card game. Make it a fucking third person. Like, I don't know, magic beat em up. Right? Like, because it's a, sh it's a shooting. The shooting is fun. Like, the shooting is trash. Shooting. You know the shooting is trash. It's not trash. You know it's trash. You should see the shit Nate and I are getting up to in our shooting. It's disgusting. So why couldn't it be like you've got fucking, you punch lightning or something? You know, like, why is it a shooter when the shooting I is I have a trash? sniper rifle that behaves like an automatic fucking machine gun. It is stupid. That's not That's a why. fucking... That doesn't change anything. That doesn't make the shooting better. Just because you've got fun gear doesn't make the shooting better. Like, that doesn't change the fucking nature of the shooting. It just fucking alters your fucking initial impression of it. It doesn't make it like function better it's just they've made a, a way for their trash to be fun like my fucking little nephew ran around with a fucking stick he got out of the fucking garden right that didn't make it into a fucking broomstick but he still thought he was fucking harry potter like this you have you have made it fun but that doesn't make it fun why is it a shooter like it just doesn't I, make sense. They made it. I haven't. I haven't made it fun. I just think you're playing it wrong. Like you said before, you, you were trying diverting. to shoot people that were sitting behind cover and like peek, like peek their head off. But the game like incentivizes you to push forward and use your abilities and try and engage with them. Yeah, use your abilities and engage with them, not shoot them. You like no, literally no, you have to agree shoot them with to me. get health back. That's how it works. You don't have to. Sh you can fucking murder them with your fucking abilities. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They fucking die with like the the part of it that involves shooting doesn't need to involve shooting. This is what I'm saying, right? Like, why is it a shooter? The shooting has literally like brings nothing to the table the parts that you enjoy or find interesting and fun aren't shooting they're looting they're loot related or they're mechanic related that isn't involved involving ads 
left trigger, fucking right trigger, or right mouse button, left mouse button. Those parts aren't fun. That part is not interesting. It's bad. And you're like, oh yeah, don't sit back and shoot. In any game where shooting is fun, sitting back and shooting is also fun. But they know it's not fun, and they have created a game where shooting isn't fun. No, but... Okay. okay. I think you're wrong. I think the shooting is fine. You, fine. Like, you, I'm not oh, saying the shooting... Arousing review. You need to get up close and shoot them, not sitting behind a cover wall and like so, trying to shoot the top of their head. You are like, latching on to one thing that I use to describe... Why I uh, why I know the shooting is bad, right? But, but it sounds like your aim is bad. Fuck, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> but that is divorce. This is this is fucking The Witcher Three has bad combat all over again, right? And you are everyone on YouTube who has ever been wrong. About yeah, I got a video. Particular. I got a video of cool shit happening when I shoot. Whereas you've got a video of like shooting and the like pixel hair is off to the left <gasps> and you're hitting like a wall because your your little fucking controller thumbs can't can't do it. You need the the mouse and keyboard adapter on the Xbox. You don't need one on the Xbox One actually. Like you just oh really? That shit in. Yeah. You just do that then. Just fucking cheat my way to victory. Um, Can you actually do that? Yeah. Oh. It natively supports mouse and keyboard. Oh wow! Yep. Um. Anyway. Yep. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. keep playing it. I, I, I'll see what the end game is about. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm pretty close. Um, I, I don't know. Although the map is zoomed out again, and there's more fucking f- clouds, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how far this thing goes. All right. Anyway, let's move on. It's getting late. Let's move. Uh, that was Outriders out now on everything. Yep. Uh, News. Not crossplay. Not actually crossplay. Even though it says it's crossplay, it's not crossplay. Well, it, it, I mean, it's got it. They just doesn't you get work. kicked out if you. That's. On a, I think. I. I think I've asked this question. Bad right? console game. If it has something but it doesn't work, does it really have it? Mm, no. Like you're shooting. No. Like your fucking concept of whether or not the shooting is good. Um. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's go. News time. Not a whole lot here. Uh, pretty slow week, but we got a few things. Um. E three is happening this year. Uh. There was some. Uh. I guess rumors going around a couple weeks back where uh. E three might have been a digital event that had some form of. Uh, tiered, maybe paid paywall stuff. Um, the ESA quickly came out and said that is not true, that E3 would be a free event for everybody. Um, and today they announced that it is going ahead in June with the support of Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Brothers, and Coke Media, all taking part. The ones that are noticeably not there are Sony and Nintendo once again. I don't know why it just fucking popped into my head, but um, that fucking video Johnny Bravo put on our Discord of jumping mm. 
the cinematics for jumping in Outriders? You can't even fucking jump without a fucking cinematic. Oh my god! No, but that's getting you oh to a different. It's a, it's hiding loading screens. That's nitpicking. It's a trash game. <laughs> it's hiding loading screens, you dickhead. Um. All right, so uh, E3 is yeah. anyway. um, going ahead. Yeah. They've they they haven't said anything about a um paid tiered system. I guess the rumor was that they were going to be teaming up with Lake Nvidia and doing some sort of GeForce Now experience. Um, but they knocked that back and said that's not true. So, um, what are your what are your sort of initial thoughts on this? It's going to be a um. Like, are we going to see press conferences? Are we going to see, like, Xbox and Bethesda do a thing this year? And maybe, like, Warner Brothers was rumored to do one last year, and that disappeared. Um, I think Ubisoft- I think last year I think last year was an anomaly. I think a lot of things didn't happen because, logistically, it was a fucking nightmare. Like, logistically, keeping everyone safe was far too challenging. Uh, I do not think that is going to be the case this year. Uh, theoretically, uh, by June, uh, everyone in America will have had fucking 15 vaccines. Most. Uh, yeah, most <laughs> everyone in America will have 15 vaccines, and I'm sure by June, the Australian federal government will have managed to vaccinate maybe 0.5% of us. So, uh, you know, maybe. Maybe they'll have gotten... I don't know, fucking 250,000 Yeah. So your problem was you fucked up and played it too safe, whereas we ah, just let shit go rampant ah, right. and now everyone yep. gets a shot. Australia <laughs> played it, right, on World Tier 1, right? Yeah. And it was sort of easy mode. And now they don't have the loot they need in for in the form of, of vaccines. Meanwhile, yeah, the, America- is playing on fucking World Tier 15 and they've got vaccines out the wazoo. It's all coming together. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think that from a safety perspective, logistically, uh, this year, the opportunity to do some stuff will be far more viable. And I really do hope that we get the opportunity to, you know, uh, do some press hands on stuff. I don't th- that, like, I mean, we won't be flying anywhere uh, out of Australia, uh, mm. but hopefully, you know, last year we'll have presented opportunities and methods uh, for demonstrating uh, remotely, or if not remotely, at least semi-remotely at a agreed-upon location. And yeah, I think with the lineup that they're bringing to this E3, Nintendo, Xbox, uh, like Xbox, you know, knowing it's, now that it's Xbox most of big is, hitters, right? Yeah. Um, like it's basically just missing Sony and I yeah. think the only reason like Sony were already sort of bowing out. So I, you say bowed out two years back, right? They yeah, were- exactly. Like, I, I think this could be good. Uh, I'm excited for what yeah. they put together. Uh, even if we don't get a chance to go hands on with a bunch of stuff, uh, or they don't do press days in Australia, I, I still think it'll be a good opportunity to, get a good showcase for games on and yeah um yeah i think we all need something to look forward to uh, mm. yeah i feel like this year uh will be an interesting sort of experiment as to how this works digitally and then next year 
is the uh how do we go back to what e3 was and uh um because I, I, I don't know I, I would assume by next year we're going to be pretty safe in terms of unless half of us turn into zombies or there's some stupid strain that doesn't work with this vaccine um but at that stage like you'd think that we'd have most of it under control um like the u.s is looking at implementing some sort of like passport system for whether or not you got vaccinated like at the moment they literally give you like a piece of paper like piece of cardboard with your name and date of birth and when you got the vaccine and where you got it from and that sort of thing um which some places are accepting to get in but that's easily like you can forge that right it ain't hard yeah. um yeah. and so having some sort of proper system in place where they could say hey have you been vaccinated and then have that go off to a database then you could see like some of these companies doing hands-on events where they could check your name up against some sort of database that says you got it and then you can come to our event now you've been vaccinated blah 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 you know um, like so- i i'm loath to praise uh the government at any time but uh, i think the new south wales government has done a fucking phenomenal job of uh streamlining our ability to check in to locations but i've got an app on my phone that yeah. has my driver's license on it i it has yeah. a qr can uh, uh qr scanner in it that i scan like a qr code at a, at a venue and then i press lo- uh, check in and that's it and i'm checked in on the database there is absolutely yeah. no reason why and yeah uh uh ethical concerns notwithstanding to this sort of thing there is absolutely no reason why they couldn't also put in a vaccination record into that Mm. app where when i check in it it green lights me as having the vaccine or whatever like that system would work like like i said ethical concerns about uh, active tracking of vaccinations. Yeah, uh, and, who's got and, that data and and how long we have thing. to check in uh, locations for and stuff. Uh, like I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to roll down a fucking hole where three years from now I have to fucking show my phone when I show up to a fucking restaurant or some shit so you, they can check me look, in. My phone, it's green. It means it's good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, not that, yeah. not that they wouldn't be able to, like, if I take my phone anywhere, they know where I am at all times as it is. So I, I guess it's all a bit of a moot point. It's just active knowledge about being tracked or, uh, passive ignorance. Yeah. Cause I feel anyway, like we're mine, falling down a rabbit hole. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> is anymore. Uh, here it is. Um, the, the, like the one we've got, we, we don't have like check-in systems. It's sort of just using your phone as a, I guess, like a Bluetooth device. And if you come in contact with anybody that has had COVID, yeah. then it sends a notification saying, hey, you were in this area with potential, you know, something's happened here. And so that that's when it notifies you. But um, yeah, I haven't that, that out for ages. That is... That's a notified me. We've we've got the manual version of that uh, yeah. because that is based on the Google and Apple API that our federal the, the federal government here failed to actually implement correctly and just sort of shit the bed. 
in their version mm. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I think a digital event this year for E3 is uh, is going to be, you know, one to see how low-key some of these companies go. Um, but like at the same time, we haven't heard from Xbox and Bethesda in a while, um, like a lot of these companies. So Nintendo does their thing every couple of, you know, months. They do their Nintendo Directs um ubisoft hasn't done much so i mean there could be some big announcements coming out of here and it's just a matter of is this just a is this just a like a loss year or two years for the esa and then next year they bring it back it's back in la or it might literally be exactly what they needed yeah like because e3 was dying e3 Mm. was dying out and the opportunity to get everyone back in one place again to celebrate video games in the middle of a generally pretty slow period. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when, they're doing the Summer Games Fest again, right? With yeah. IGN. Is it IGN and Jeff Keeley? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Like, but the, the opportunity to physically get everyone back in, even if it is 2022, like if this hadn't happened, if COVID hadn't happened, mm. I reckon E3 would have been dead this year. But yeah, and now I think it has an opportunity to to come back because you know the desire is there. Well, I think it needs to come back, but it also needs to be different. Like they were leaning 100%. in the right direction with their letting more public in and that sort of thing, but at the same time, it was still like they. It needs to be more like a Gamescom or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it needs to be somewhere in between a PAX and a, a Gamescom or I don't know. Like, I still think it needs to be very much focused on uh, like the media business um, uh, development side because that's generally the f- focus of it. But they need to start bringing in uh, public somehow, like hands on to to some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and maybe this is a, a good time for them to do it. Anyway, there you go. Uh, looking forward to that in June. And the um, uh, the next piece of news, it's the last one we've got here, is an interesting one. MLB The Show 21 uh, will release day and date on the Game Pass for Xbox. Uh, if people aren't aware, MLB The Show is a PlayStation first-party baseball game. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Which is which makes this pretty fucking interesting, hey? Like, this is the first time MLB the show has come out on Xbox. Yeah, uh, and it's coming all. out and, on and Game Pass. Yeah, um, yeah, which is crazy, right? Um, it's it's a huge question about like the like why would Sony let this happen, right? I was reading an article earlier that it wasn't Sony's decision, <laughs> um, that it was actually uh, MLB's decision, uh, the baseball league. baseball. Yeah. yeah really? Um, and that they wanted it across more platforms, which, you know, I guess they, they want uh, more money as well. So looks like Sony was willing to come to bat um, <laughs> with MLB. <laughs> And make this thing work out, which is, you know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's, it's better for everyone, right? Uh, yeah, of course. 
Uh, I'll actually play this. I I don't think I would normally, but I'll, I'll play a baseball game. I think it's only console Game Pass as well, if I recall. That's fine. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, well, it's not coming to PC at all, right? So, um, yeah. I I'm about it, man. Like I'll, I'll play. Does it have crossplay? That's the that's the other question, I guess. Oh, that'd be really, interesting. That that would be huge, eh? Um, because yeah, that that'd be a big deal. I don't. I doubt it does, but it'd be a really good fucking imagine the first time they go to a different console they also cross platform progression confirmed progression but, but does it yeah does that mean playstation to playstation or is that just xbox uh, yeah. xbox yeah right um i don't know mlb the show 21 wiki is it coming out on the old systems it is so yeah it could be it just is platform yeah, specific i don't know i guess be. we'll find out i guess we'll that's find you, out that's what you get yeah. here um yeah i don't assume this is this is not a oh the last of us part three is going to be on xbox no like i think people if, if, to, it, if it was an mlb if it was a major league baseball decision then i don't know that sony will be replicating it everywhere although they have been gradually coming to the party with bringing their first party games to more platforms those platforms have not been direct competition so yeah pc yeah um i mean you never know like this could maybe they get some numbers back and they're like you know maybe our next triple a game isn't there but we've got some other stuff that we're working on some you know third party stuff that will what was that motor biking zombie game which one you know the, the one the PlayStation motorbike zombies was awful. I don't remember. Uh, you know the one was like Sons of Anarchy with zombies and yeah. bad, bad, bad survival mechanics. And come on, what was it called? It was supposed Days to be gone. giant swarms. Yeah, that's it. Days oh, gone. okay. I always got to replay that because Why? they just <laughs> brought it on um, PlayStation Five with uh, the updates. Yay. And I, I thought some of that game was okay. <laughs> As we've seen from Outriders, you'll fu- you'll fucking find the good in any fucking game you fucking enjoy. Hey, fucking had cool chill. zombie mechanics. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that could be something interesting. They look at right older older games that they're like, all right, let's do a deal. Let's get Days Gone on Xbox, or let's get right. I don't know, what else to. Yeah, Death yeah. Stranding on Xbox. Have all our or... fucking garbage. <laughs> What's David Cage if up you to want, these days? We'll keep the Getting last of us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep the last of us and all the good stuff. God of War. That's staying on PlayStation. If you want to play the good stuff from PlayStation, you got to get a PlayStation. You want to play the shit stuff? Hey, hey, get an Xbox. But that might be a smart decision, right? Of being like, hey, we're releasing Horizon Zero Dawn. Is it Horizon Zero Dawn um, yeah. on uh, Xbox? Day and date on Game Pass. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm talking about the first, the first oh, game, right. Horizon okay. Zero Dawn. Okay, yeah. Um, not, not the the uh, not what's the, the next one? one? I can't even remember the freaking names Something. of these games. There's two we're, of them. We're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours have passed. Our brains are shutting off. Yeah, Forbidden West is the next one. Um, right. But like just like six months before that game comes out, chuck it on Game Pass, you get all these Xbox people playing and be like, this game's pretty good. 
oh, that new one's coming out. Maybe I should get a PlayStation. But would Xbox allow that to happen as well? Or would they be like, eh, no, we're good. Um, I don't know. Mm. Hey, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. We uh, That's what we're here for, ideas. All right, and that's the news. That's we it. managed to that's drag that one out, didn't we? We sure did. Two, two stories. Two, um, do we have anything bits? else going on? Questions? No, no questions. Cool. I can go watch some basketball. Um, I can go eat some lunch. We have uh, the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. You can find us on The Gap or The GA Podcast. Uh, if you do have a moment, please rate and review. The show helps other people find us on the internet or those podcasting platforms. Uh, if you would like to find us on social media, we're at facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can find us on YouTube, the GA podcast.com slash YouTube. Watch this in video format. Um, if you go to our Discord page, the GA podcast.com slash Discord, you can jump in there, talk about all sorts of things that are going on. Um, how bad. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? The new fucking PGI PUBG tournament format. Who oh, is the holy shit. Person that was Have like, they- you know what PUBG needs? No killing, no killing. It's now hide and seek game. Have they rolled it back yet? Have they, they rolled they're back feedback. on that shit yet? They they were taking feedback, right? Liam yeah. uh, LJM linked a uh, a tweet from Phase Fuzzface, uh, yeah. illustrating that um, that was it eight an eight way tie for second if they had done it. If they had introduced that format for the current PGIS, an like, eight-way tie for second. The, I don't understand. Like, are they? Is it literally a dartboard? And they're just like, <laughs> all right, that's what we're doing this year. The, oh well, the team that would have come first in the the new format hmm. would have had the seventh most kills. The seventh most kills. Uh, six other teams would have had more. Kills yeah. in them, uh, so and and a win. Uh, actually, not even the seventh, the twelfth, twelfth most kills. So yeah. bottom. So for clarification, people don't know, uh, PUBG is was. I don't know if they're doing it anymore, but they were changing their esports uh, tournament structure for the next season, um, where kills did not accumulate any points at all for each round. It was only your placement, like where you came in that map. Um, so the person that the team that came first or the last team surviving got the most points and then it trickled down from there. And uh, if there were any tied situations, they would then look at kills and see who got what kills. So kills were not a factor at all. And we've talked about this at length a, a lot, right? We, we should just send yeah. them our podcast from 2017 and be like, Basically. we talked about it back then and here's yep. the problems. Uh, they eventually went to pretty close to sort of like what we discussed um, you know, making kills matter, making the game more engaging, but instead they've decided to go to this other format that is just going to make games boring. I just, why even bother having a 30 minute game or a 25 minute game if that first 15 minutes or 18 minutes is not going to count? Just make it an eight minute game and sh- just fucking have everyone d- dump in a little circle. And yeah, there's exactly. Your, there's your battle rail. Like, just give more weapons as well. The amount of passive play you would see out of this new format, holy fuck. It would literally turn it into like no action at the start of every Which is round. what was happening before. At least now it's sort of, you get a little bit, like there's no incentive to fight anymore. 
that there is literally none because predominantly team outside of uh who who was that who is that uh southeast asian team that swam up out the water and fucking won on the finals week oh yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Outside of that amazingness, um, yeah, predominantly the team with four players left in the final circle will win. Mm. Uh, like that is statistically overwhelming. So yeah, yeah. unless Job's in your team, then he's just hitting brick walls the entire time. Well, um, but you could talk about it. Our Discord channels, thegeopodcast.com slash Discord. <laughs> um, jump in there. And uh, I don't know, play some Hell Let Loose. There's generally people playing a bunch of that yep. every once in a while. Um, Join us. And if they ever do crossplay, we can play Outriders together. Or if you're on Xbox uh, or play PlayStation. Theoretically, Xbox and PlayStation can play together. Yeah. yeah Theoretically. That's the case. Um, that might be fucked as well. Anyway. Yeah, um, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. You can look at all our previous podcasts. Job's been posting all sorts of videos on there every yep. uh, week. Um, Two last weeks now. One was, yeah, last one was a battle royale. Anything coming this week? Not this week. Uh, no, like I was saying last week, I'm going to spread it out to fortnightly because work gets in the way and either the quality suffers or... Yeah, um, I posted late, so I may as well just yeah. spread. I look forward to reading the why you should play outriders in easy mode. Um, from the why you should play, I might fucking do it. Easy I mode. might fucking do it, man. I might fucking do it. Holy shit! <laughs> Unbelievable. The easy mode guy's back. <laughs> yeah, Captain yeah. Easy Mode. Yep. Except in All The right. Witcher, you would be playing on easy mode because the story is so good, whereas in Outriders, just don't play it at all. Because um, the story's trash. Story's, and the crossplay's broken. Story's not great. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's thegeopodcast.com. That's all thanks to our Patreon members who help support the show. Keep the podcast going. If you'd like to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash thegeopodcast, become a recurring member, get the podcast early, even earlier this week by the looks of things. Um, yeah. Unless we have the embargoes. I don't think so. No. No. Uh, so there you go. Uh, yeah. So thank you. And we love you. Every thank week. you so much. We appreciate it. Anything you want to pimp out for this week that you got going on? Uh, no. Nah, hit me up on Twitter at Joby Jojo. Uh, and uh, let me know if you want to play some fucking Outrise together on Xbox uh, on the Discord, I suppose. Yeah. Um, you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E. And that is it. We'll see you all next week. Looks like Job's going to go to the bathroom. No? I do. I do. I really do. Uh, yeah. It's Let's been... drag things out there. Let's see Let's how go. far we can drag it out. I've needed to go since we like, we're talking about fucking E3. And we went fucking along on that one. Anyway. Yeah. All right. See you then. Love you. Bye. Bye.